listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I reminisce, try to clear up all the myths for an imaginary kiss with you again. Not even friends, though. I wish that I could mend like a tailor and be olive oil's number one sailor. I am what I am still. I falls like an anvil. She's heavy on the mind. Sometimes it's more than I can handle. But men are supposed to tumble into the den. Be macho like a honcho, like poncho will give in. Family oriented, but not oriental. A dame is supposed to claim you even if you drive a pinto. A hero is a sandwich and a manwich is a meal. A marriage is a paper. All they faking or for real what's the deal dapper will you keep tumbling after your man and take a stand or will you help him roll faster hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast with your house pathfinder rod and karen. that's right we got a terraform this galaxy karen so. got a lot of things going on yeah that's true mm-hmm. yeah uh we are uh <laughs> doing feedback show it's saturday so that means you know and we hit you up in the afternoon before singing fast and furious fate of the furious yay um we hit you up in the afternoon and we read all of the stuff that you wrote us mm-hmm. you know with some exceptions uh we <laughs> play your voicemails uh, as long as they're three minutes or less um uh we read the comments on the website we read your votes in the polls uh we we do everything man we really do it all for you guys um on feedback episode five star reviews you leave on itunes and stitcher we read those like it's all about y'all um and it's all about y'all telling us all about us so mm-hmm. um we appreciate y'all taking the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh and um let's get with no further delay let's uh get right into the people that are the most important people people that donate to the show okay i mean y'all premium people is really important too but y'all get something for y'all money yeah, people yeah. that donate just they just doing out the goodness of their heart mm-hmm. bless your house little bless y'all's heart bless your heart baby we thank you play the, play it for me choir dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day that's right it's time to give a shout out to the people that blessed us with this bread mm-hmm. uh pamela ab thank you very much for your recurring donation yes aisha y recurring donator thank you aisha first time i heard that name was it just me i, I really don't remember I, I it didn't i think it might be the first time okay. if not aisha aisha so glad to meet you mm-hmm. uh kimberly mj recurring donator thank you kimberly thank you tony h recurring donator thank you tony mm-hmm. Halle q h recurring donator thank you very much you. hope i pronounced it right got a one-time donation from tiffany r thank you tiffany we appreciate you putting in some on this uh on this uh collection thank you Tiffany. Cynthia, uh cynthia d recurring donator thank you cynthia mm-hmm. i mean cynthia cynthia is that even a word i don't know um, somebody should name some of their kids cynthia that's a pretty cool name uh joy m recurring donation <laughs> thank you damian jackson who I, I am for real. real uh recurring donator autumn w recurring donator tyvon air donator celeste m recurring donator uh my brother rodney recurring donator thank you rodney thank you uh design t recurring donator 
you, Alfonso M. Recurring donator. Thank you, Alfonso. I like Alfonso. That's an old black name. Shirley Wong Esquire. Please say the Esquire. Recurring donator. You better say it. She earned it. Lisa D. Recurring donator. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Kelly C. Recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Tiffany B. Recurring donator. Thank you, Tiffany. Jane M. Recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Aisha B. Recurring donator. And she's a brand new recurring donator. Thank you, Aisha. Thank you, baby. Uh, Arian F. Recurring donator. Uh, no, one time donation, but it came with a message. Arian says, I'm black, but I'm giving y'all reparations anyway for the culture. Sending you both love and appreciation for all that you do. I hope you don't get hit with a stray bullet from a Facebook rant since I'm paying for you for your services. <laughs> LOL. Aww. Aww. <laughs> Aww, we thank you for the money. Elizabeth M. Recurring donator. Thank you, Elizabeth. Kimberly M. Recurring donator. I mean, Kim- Kimberly W. Recurring donator. Thanks. Rosalie V. Recurring donator. Thanks, Rosalie. Mm-hmm. And honey, I'm so glad that uh, you made it out of that tunnel because you took an ass whooping on underground. <laughs> right. Rosalie ain't like she was gonna make it, man. I ain't think Rosalie was gonna survive. Toting a toting a, 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 a gut full of Noah through the uh, through the wilderness. Woo! My heart went out to you, baby. Tanya S. Recurring donator. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Josh W. Recurring donator. Thank uh, Wanga. Thanks, Wanga. Mm-hmm. Ray, Ray Sonny, recurring donator, brand oh, new. Thank you, Ray Sonny. Come through, Ray. I feel you. She got a job now. You know what I'm saying? She about to have. She about to be right for this TV show that's coming out soon, man. We'll see if we can get her on mm-hmm. before it comes out, so you we can uh, talk about it. Hopefully, everybody will be watching it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's everybody. So play me out. So much better when you smile. I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower. Difficulties. Why did he say it that way? Difficulties. I don't even know what that means. It sounded like that dude doing that um that Bernie Mac impression on the Kanye album. <laughs> Oh, I knew I gonna see you again. I knew I gonna see you again. You ain't doing nothing with your life. Nothing with, with your, your life. life. That's how I felt. Anyway, uh, we are, we are alive and ready to read some of y'all's, uh, five star reviews on this, uh, Kendrick Lamar blessed us with an album, uh, Saturday. Okay. Yes, he did. He and, did. And I liked it. Mm. i liked it a lot well that is problematic karen okay i'm i'm fine with that even before i listened to it i said this i just want to go on record before everybody else this album is problematic and it's a classic okay now that was before i listened to it and you know what i was right on both counts so once again i'll count that as another win for me uh the rest of you guys need to catch up um but yeah i listened to it uh, a few times already and uh yeah it's a beast yeah. and the rumor is he's supposed to be dropping part two tomorrow now here's the thing if it's not if it don't drop it's gonna be so many people mad i really hope that's true because now they got me out here looking like i can't eat like i'm holding my breath like mm, maybe he just hit us with part one now if he drops a part two in three days um like jesus rising on easter I, I tell you. coming out 
from the cave if he does that and a lot of people gonna be disappointed because y'all know y'all 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 know y'all supposed to go on down and meet y'all grandma and them for easter sunday the one time of the year y'all better not change your plans because of king kendrick yeah my problem is if he does that and it's flames then i don't know how i'm not gonna know how to take this because this will be like seven albums in a row at this point that i just really like this nigga's music it's it's you know it's too much right yeah uh, uh, what is new name kung fu kenny kung fu kenny is yeah, what he's going like, by kung fu kenny, who that? i was like oh that must be kendrick i'm gonna need <laughs> i'm gonna need him to start dropping some whack stuff man to balance this shit out because mm-hmm. it don't make no sense for me to to be you know this much uh in love with this dude's music man mm-hmm. i think he's a, a tremendous rapper and every time he drops something i always end up being like god damn he did it again yeah. you know yeah i i'm a, i'm a big fan of his and um i think that uh for a lot of y'all uh y'all know y'all grandma and great uncles and cousins gonna call y'all because y'all gonna be away for that album y'all gonna be too tired to put on your your bright um yellow banana yellow suit for easter yeah easter sunday you got a favorite song yet Ooh it's hard for me because it's, mm. it's like because the first how can i explain this the first i don't listen to it completely one time but uh. I, and he he has a type of music everybody's music is different but he has a type of music that you have to listen to multiple times in my opinion mm-hmm. so i don't really have a favorite because it's my first time listening but what i can say is that uh I wasn't ready for the intro song. I wasn't ready for that at all. It mm-hmm. was like, okay, now where the hell is we going from here? <laughs> DNA, the no blood ain't blood the first. Song? Yeah, blood the first song. No, not not song, but first little is the intro. Of, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Man. I, I wasn't ready for that. I, you know, it's weird because I really love humble. The more I listen to it, the more mm-hmm. I like it, which is wild because because of the internet, I only knew the problematic lines the most you know the lines that everybody had a problem with that i was like you know um i understand what y'all saying you know i wouldn't deny it but you know it's kind of par for the course with him so what it like to me it wasn't like a, a a thing where i was like "Ooh, no i can't believe this is uh happening right now it didn't even really stand out and because i'm i'm lucky i don't run in those circles where um i don't run in those circles where um people tell me how kendrick means more than just being a rapper so i don't so i so i've never had to have a discussion about like him as anything beyond like a nigga from compton that raps right um so you know i i for me i like i really fucking love that song the more i hear Mm -hmm. it um but uh my song is x triple x the xxx it's got uh u2 on it i couldn't fucking believe i like the song because i hate u2 He was blowing on this shit. America, please take my hand. Can you help me understand? New Kung Fu Kitty. Throw a stake off the ark to a pool full of sharks. He'll take it. Leave him in the wilderness with a sworn nemesis. He'll make it. Take the gratitude from him. I bet he show you some more. I chip a, a little bit of nothing. I chip a, a little bit of nothing. I chip a, a little bit of nothing. I chip a, and then throw the in his lap. 
that's just oh wait this is a clean version anyway because right, i was like what, I was like, what, what is this i was like what, we, what i was like well <laughs> how we get the tnt edited ver- edited version yeah anyway he's doing a lot more it's a lot yeah, of cursing yeah. now guys and um yeah a lot trust of me just trust me guys i would never <laughs> I'd never do y'all like that and right. not play the custom. <laughs> not on purpose. Oh, yeah. Uh, I really like that song with him and Rihanna. He got Rihanna. Loyalty. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yes. yes. I was like, Rihanna, you better bring it. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Kenny. I needed something to listen to. It's like he knew. It's like I was just, just when I was like, you know, going through my rotation, like what? I was going back to the roots. I was listening. I mean, I still listen to Childish Gambino, but you know, it's not like a rap album. So, but I still listen to that shit, you know, on the, on the, on the daily, just about. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I needed this, man. I appreciate you, Kendrick. Uh, all right, let's get to these five star reviews. Oh, before me, um, oh, mm-hmm. Bone, yes. Uh, we come to you on this, uh, Saturday right after our television debut. <laughs> oh yeah that's right we were on tv we were yeah i took pictures of us on tv mm-hmm. even though you know we was there um because i was like i can't believe a spare bedroom got us all the way to tv all yeah. the way to tv doll on revert i mean um, revolt revolt my bad yeah if you would have told me that that's what um starting that show and i <laughs> two two people two niggas in a microphone in the spare bedroom ago, nah. um uh, with that snowball blue mic uh, um playing like, music through the <laughs> lap through the through the cpu uh speakers mm-hmm. the desktop speakers oh, i would have oh, never thought it over that campfire yeah if you'd have told us recording the first podcast 10 times because the computer crashed and had to go to best buy about 25 times but we got it right if you told me between now and then i wouldn't have believed you yeah some people uh you know got to see it uh i yeah. put the link on because they sent me a link i put the link on in our facebook group it's the pin post okay i put the link in on my page um but if you also have revolt like i said it was on i recorded it just to see like it's almost like i recorded it to be like is it gonna be some bullshit though are they really gonna show our thing mm-hmm. you know what i mean because yeah. uh, but it's that thing though it's like i that's the way i'm designed i'm a bit cynical pragmatic or whatever and i'm always kind of like yeah we'll see you know it's like you get a thing we you guys are gonna be on tv thursday i'm like yeah well what's the catch we're gonna be on for five minutes then y'all gonna play videos in between and then y'all gonna edit it out and y'all gonna take the parts where we were talking off and it's gonna look like the the tax stone combat jack dj effing show and then nori's gonna come through it it's gonna look like the nori show and it's gonna be like we was never there uh but nah man they they put it out unedited it like just how we did it y'all that like what y'all seen was exactly how it was and yeah i had a good time and uh uh somebody was like uh i see karen bought her pocketbook i was like yeah goddamn right i bought my pocketbook on the stage mm-hmm in my pocketbook nowhere yeah it was uh it was so fun so um you know uh but yes we we were on tv y'all ain't yes. that crazy yes and thank you for all the comments and i'm glad everybody got to see it and like rod said if you want to see it it's on the facebook page and rod's personal page for those of you that was like you didn't have the channel and it's you in the facebook to group see it yeah. in the facebook group of stuff i can so. put it on the facebook page too my bad okay. i should do that too yeah and i'll put it in the show notes of this episode why not yeah so yeah. you can just click on it and then i don't know if it plays on phones but it definitely plays on lap on your cpus and laptops so right. so because i know a lot of people love to see it and got to see it live and stuff like that so thank you for all the comments and and uh yeah my mom i ain't even gonna lie i will never forget my makeup was on fleek it was on fleek um so yeah it was it was cool man so all right 
um let's talk about these five star reviews um itunes we got several mm-hmm. L- legit these two woke and that's two like two the twl two um these two woke by trending danny who says love it heard them on another podcast i checked them out and subbed they talk topics that are current and what i want to hear thank you we appreciate you uh trending dan trending danny yeah shout out to the other show yeah i was yeah what show did you hear us on um future phd says rod and karen five stars lord i am working listening to this voicemail from episode 1420 yes queen go in on your man doing his thing to you i have tears in my eyes from this voicemail karen and rod keep waking up folks one episode at a time don't give uh oh, hashtag don't give a fuck ashy in public and still running game <laughs> thanks future phd number one podcast for me five stars by forever Bree, who says this podcast gives me life so authentic funny and informative i would not make it through work or my workouts without y'all love you both thank you thank you baby appreciate it uh i stopped i stopped bringing i stopped bringing tupperware by 222 savannah says i want to drop a review because rodeo and karen are the best of the best i don't know if that's a typo or what that's a new one uh speaking truth and making sense of the universe all the while giving the best discount for their listeners i basically get current events from them because i can't stomach what's on tv i look forward to their reviews of the walking dead and upcoming game of thrones it's a breakdown of things you want to you won't decipher or you miss uh do you do yourself a favor and just subscribe love you right and karen because y'all are hot thank you thank you baby uh ashley w says love this podcast five stars my ex used to listen to this podcast so i used to attribute it with him uh then i started dating my uh current boyfriend who who often would listen to the podcast uh oh wait who often had a podcast playing in his apartment so then i started listening a few months ago and i can't stop right i can't really all like distant cousins from the south they are never preachy or condescending and i love that also the this too much episodes with bossy perfectly convey my emotions regarding every episode of this is us overall this is a show i enjoy thank you thank you thank you baby and you guys came through this week come through yes also last week you only got like one i was like man these niggas don't fuck with us no more i know what's happening here. i tried to keep it you know i tried to keep it cool but you never know on yeah i want to be like why 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 yeah on these internet streets you just never know i know uh the podcast that made me want to podcast by dj saint uh i hope i pronounced that right uh it's got an e on the end uh took too long but i finally getting around to leaving five stars to in my opinion one of the best podcasts out there ride a bring the best of what podcasting is about insightful funny thoughtful fully independent but with the quality of other podcasts with major backing also love the fact that it's a show where a black woman karen can give an unfiltered point of view and not feel the need to have to take a back seat an excellent podcast an overall fun time with every listen highly recommend thank you we appreciate you we do thank you baby and we got two on um stitcher as well uh red candy 86 says ryder karen are doing vital work i feel a bit silly admitting this 
but i'm fairly new to the blackout test i feel like it would take years for me to go back and listen from the beginning but it'll but i'll tell you from what episode about 1380 whatever was the one about give money to hbcus i've been thoroughly enjoying myself recently my husband and i decided to start our own podcast because we have a hard time meeting other black people like us so imagine my delight when i came across the blackout tips Rod and karen are southern nerdy not super into religion passionate and social justice about social justice issues and seem to have genuine affection for one another we literally thought we were the only ones even the t- <laughs> uh even the title the black guy tips has special meaning to us because my husband always over tips because he feels like it's his sole god-given mission to reverse the stereotype yo that insecurity is so real for a lot of black people and i mean like i get it true freedom would be like man fuck it i'll 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 just tip what they supposed to you know but i get it man like i there's so many benefits to quote unquote over tipping in it my is. opinion anyway you know stuff like getting better service especially if you mm-hmm. go to a place more than once mm-hmm. they, they will remember you honey we done seen people get almost uh buck each other out and fight on my table i think one time we had went to uh uh one of our favorite places to go to one of our uh, sushi places uh uh Mm-hmm. to go to and a new girl walked up to on us and that the older lady was like nah and she ain't said but i know her um uh, uh i guess the way her body language was like nah bitch get on over there how y'all doing she looking mm-hmm. like you was not gonna fuck this up yeah I, I mean it's definitely benefits to it in addition to mm-hmm. you know because i don't it's like a it's an insecurity and you can't do it like you can't you will not solve racism by over tipping people like no. nobody's gonna be like i used to hate niggers <laughs> but after this after this 27 percent tip i think they're okay you know like no like that's not gonna happen um but um at the same time and uh you know like i said it's it i understand is what Mm -hmm. i'm trying to say um furthermore i sighed such a sigh of relief when i learned that rod is the opposite of bernie bro i never trusted that dude either but despite the fact that i agree with rod and karen on most issues as always they always present stories in a way that's still push and challenge me which is rare a rare find as well i don't even watch walking dead but enjoy those recaps as well i love this too much a perfectly named recap show of this is us i hope continues in the off season i love to hear rod and bossy may review the movie fences they also give up the uh me and bossy do have some things in the works i just want you guys to know i'm not i don't want to spill the beans okay but we have some things in the works okay Okay. i will not forget about bossy that's for the show uh they also give up the game consistently for podcasters like myself who are just starting out love you guys keep doing what you're doing i rarely rate things on the internet and rarely write this much so let this be let that be evidence of how awesome this show is thank you red candy 86 we appreciate it sincerely we do and uh yeah good luck with the podcast and like i said we will be reviewing more things with me and bossy gotcha um and yeah uh fuck bernie so i don't even know like it really can't get more serious than that for me i am at a point where in my opinion bernie and trump are very close to like to me that whole vibe his supporters very close to the same very very much uh a white nationalistic undertone to it very much a, a a like racial undertone to it um we don't give a fuck about nothing but the economy fuck everybody else's issues on everything um is essentially his mantra and his more importantly because it used to me i used to be able to be like well look i i mean for him i get it like 
he's a politician i try not to get too personal about this politician shit but his supporters have burned so many bridges for him mm-hmm. they're worse than the crackhead on i-85 uh they've burned that many bridges um and honestly i don't know how they will ever recover i don't think mm-hmm. they're ever going to recover with the black community nope. i don't think it doesn't matter how long um if he's alive in 2020 um the black vote will not turn out for him i just can't see anything happening the even the black people that are over there for the most part are very anti-black people like they they're over there and then they're talking they're basically calling the black people that don't support their candidate every manner of coon and every manner of um idiot you know like when i hear them their reason for not getting the black vote it's never something bernie can improve on or something that he did or anything that he said they always just attribute it to shit like um well you know he hillary clinton trotted out celebrities like jay-z and beyonce i'm like is that what you think of black people you think we're so fucking stupid that we sit around and we go i don't know who i'm gonna vote for (gasps) jay-z i guess i got to go vote like fuck you man i i couldn't the only people that were right in this election um for the most part were black people you know like these mother like from the jump uh and specifically black women were like look i don't really like hillary clinton like that but the deal is she's a better candidate she'll continue obama's legacy and will continue a upward trend as a country on on fixing some of these issues and that's the candidate i'm going with at a 90 something percent clip that was black women everybody else was on some like eh, i guess you know like black men was eh, i guess white people hmm, y'all hmm. uh and, you know even latino like white passing latino people and shit like everybody else had some type of respectability issue or underlying other shit but it was you know black women specifically like i i know that's where i get my i take a lot of my um cues from black women when it comes to like political stances and shit because it's like oh yeah like one they think about everybody for the most part um but then two they be right you know what i mean like like men we like to opt out of certain issues we like to not think about things and opting out is a real thing it's not made up uh you know the same way white people don't have to care about racism uh christians don't have to care about oppressed muslims you opt out you just decide i don't have to care about this one i'm taking this one off you know um happens all the time it's a real thing it's a human thing but because people can opt out of shit sometimes you can't really trust them or side with them sometimes you have to be wary of them and i think black women are among a group of people that just don't get to opt out often so often they're right often they're in the they're in the situation where they have to be right in order to live so anyway all that to say bernie couldn't get black women to vote for him and support him fuck him is my point well all i'm gonna say to you mm-hmm. is congratulations for joining me because you know my stand's been fuck burning for a very 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 long time you've been trying you were very reasonable and logical and i thank you for that but i've been on that train for a long ass time yeah i mean my thing with all this is that if it came down to trump or bernie i'm still voting bernie over trump because i don't want trump that's the point correct i've always said that and i will always say that i'm not i'm not a, i'm not gonna ever be a hypocrite that would be like y'all should have voted for hillary because she's less than worse than trump and then turn around and be like but i wouldn't do it for bernie that was my thing i will definitely do that um 
but it doesn't mean he's a good it doesn't mean he's a good candidate it doesn't mean he cares about my issues it doesn't mean any of that shit um so yeah um i don't fuck with him and honestly most of his supporters are tone deaf idiots that correct um are wrong that lie that make up as many facts as as trump supporters that um false troops yeah fake yeah they 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 had a fake news these motherfuckers essentially were programmed by russia with propaganda but yet somehow think that there was a conspiracy to keep fucking bernie a white old white man to keep him out of the white house i'll get into it later because someone wrote an email about it and i wasn't going to read it but now i am um but one of the things that was interesting was on twitter when i posted this letter i was like look at this shit um one dude was like yeah you know bernie didn't he camp didn't campaign in the south he didn't do well in the south because there's so much anti-semitism down there and i said wait a minute player hold up now one i'm down here i'm in the south okay um if it's anti-semitism was the reason he didn't win in the primary against hillary clinton how is he gonna be uh open bigger than trump in november it's like the le- the reasons don't make sense you know what i mean they're like the arguments for why james harden should be mvp well he got more wins than russ okay but Kawhi got more wins than that oh yeah well uh well it's not all about wins uh he got better stats than Kawhi leonard yeah well russell westbrook has better stats than him fuck uh it's like they get stuck in between making two different arguments all the time and it's so fucking annoying anyway yes fuck bernie sanders i couldn't be less of a bernie bro um fuck those dudes too okay they're a bunch of fucking sexist misogynistic assholes who uh racially tone deaf at best if not outright racist um they erase people they're in denial of the facts when it comes to who should be running the helm of the democratic party in the first place their fucking homeboy isn't even in the democratic party uh he doesn't even want the, he didn't even want the black vote and trotting out killer mike is not enough to get the black vote killer mike concert still be full of fucking hipster ass white kids like that's not connecting with our community um you know trotting out a person that calls the president obama a coon is not how you get the black vote when black people voted for president obama at a 90 percent clip so fuck that shit cornell west too didn't he cornell west another fucking hater who hasn't been seen since the goddamn election come on mr uh poverty tour where's uh people ain't poor no more bro uh trump doing a great job or something what happened to the criticism what happened to the commentary dog you was everywhere you was all up in the videos for eight fucking years where are you dog i saw tavis try to write some shit talking about he apologized man you can sit on it too bruh gone like it's it's amazing how motherfuckers flip and change you don't appreciate it till it's gone huh anyway sorry to get on that tangent uh that girl trina says five stars oh snap this show is the lightly burnt cheese on top of the mac and cheese it's kool-aid made with the right <laughs> amount of diabetes hold on it's kool-aid made with the right amount of diabetes it's your favorite cousin showing up at the family reunion and later taking you to the car to show you something it's your grandma <laughs> it's your grandma your mom it's grand it's your grandma scolding your mama and post and postponing the ass whooping it's that curl in the middle of luther vandross forehead yeah it's serena williams hip to waist ratio <laughs> if you don't realize how amazing black and black these things are you probably voted for trump 
to which i say that that's y'all man to everyone else fight fave rate five stars and promote this black excellence oh that was such a great review thank you thank you that girl trina uh we got comments on the uh website for some different episodes let's get into those we had episode 1420 which is our feedback show it was called crack rack macgyver um <laughs> let's see max says this voicemail i wasn't ready i can't even remember which exact voicemail it was it must have been um our girl um sierra because uh, she left a, a, a bunch uh and i couldn't listen to that one because it sounded kind of spoilerific with the scandal and i'm right. nine episodes behind and i got scared i'm sorry yeah sierra you, you still cool mom's drag with swag but i i got too scared to press play and, and fuck up my whole life <laughs> uh tanya w42 says in the coke versus pepsi discussion well your listener mentioned servers that bring you pepsi without asking when you order coke i cringe that's some beverage terrorism there agreed tanya agreed max says so i just started watching the walking dead the last two seasons after all this time listening to your recaps i finally went back and watched episode one today on netflix and i'll have to ride it out to see how to to connect the dots to where things are currently trip seeing the part it's a trip seeing the partner with sarah Tring tancredi oh, from prison break uh, i figured i figured quickly it must be rick's wife can you even imagine waking up from a coma in that mess i noticed that these walkers seem to move a bit faster than what i've seen in the last seasons thanks for putting me on i did the same with games of thrones game of thrones i wasn't disappointed once i binged the series yeah i wonder if the walkers have slowed down somewhat um because it's been years now and you know like we've seen walkers fall apart uh, on the wall like yeah and i guess that's to show you the decaying of the bodies you know because yeah. the bodies have kind of been out in all types of weather all types of elements yeah they deteriorate mm-hmm. that's why now you're seeing them um, kind of stuck in stuff like when we seen them in the sand and i think we've seen them in the mud and and you know like you're seeing them in all different types of of state of decay so i guess uh that's their way of telling you a because at the very very beginning everything was fairly fresh well i think also when you do the um when you do that um i remember back in the day they used to like when it got cold they'd be like oh they frozen they won't be out at least in the book so mm-hmm. maybe that's a thing too you know yeah, they might just thaw out when it get warm i'm not sure yeah anyway um thank you miss smart says who said i should do the walking dead feedback all the time it was a few days ago when i listened but i'm flattered don't know what i'll be doing this fall but when the blackout tips ask i'll st- still try my darndest to answer the call well yeah i mean we love doing reviews of miss smart and obviously busy woman too baby yeah i i don't ever want to like put all that burden on just like another person mm-hmm. and shit like we've had issues with in the past before when it's like you know it was we just had one person and then all of a sudden it's like i can't do it i'm busy i'm doing this i'm doing that my internet's fucked up all this stuff and it's a commitment man to tell somebody else you know to do it but um yeah you know she's on our fave list all the time mm-hmm. we'll uh we'll definitely be having her on for different reviews and stuff we will uh the poll was did you see the issue with kendrick's bars yes and i didn't like it yes but it didn't bother me and now i didn't see any issues that was the poll answers 20 percent said yes and i didn't like it 57 percent said yes but it didn't bother me which uh if i had to vote that's my account i'm like yes i definitely understand the issues like honestly you could like probably take almost any song of his and be like 
he said this and i'd be like yeah that's mm-hmm. fucked up yeah, i mean that's fucked up. all right, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna press pray i hope you know this yes mm-hmm. i understand it's problematic mm-hmm. yeah fuck that nigga all right press pray yeah like i'm not gonna argue with you but nope, not yeah gonna argue with you 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 right you absolutely right 100 percent right mm-hmm. yep i listen to a lot of problematic shit okay press yeah play. that's power in that too man i mm-hmm. think i think people uh maybe and maybe outside of the internet maybe people can get more and maybe people more are more honest outside the internet i think on the internet i think so too everyone's kind of a brand so you have to stay on brand so you can't like for the most part most people don't want you to see want you to see them slip so i think in a way it's almost like dishonesty by omission like i'm not gonna tell you that i listen to future and that i'm also um you know i'm i'm also an activist and i'm also like it's it's like i don't want to tell you that because you know people like people enjoy movies and i look at movies the same way i look at like fucking uh comic books and music and shit like you can listen to whatever you want to just i don't want you you shouldn't be governing your life by you know the fucking i saw transformers and i can go out and shoot people no no you can't no that, yeah that don't make sense and like you can listen to future and still go well fuck him from the way he treats the era right yeah uh anyway now nah, i don't see any issues 23 percent. i don't see any issues which i also understood that too mm-hmm. i understood the people that feel like regardless of how people feel about pitting women against each other i don't give a fuck because he's giving shine to some women that never get the props that they deserve that's how some people feel well it's like yes some stretch marks fucking natural women and ain't got all this fake ass and shit i don't give a fuck if you mad about it or not yes kendrick yes you know i've seen women that were like that you know mm-hmm. and i wouldn't the same way i wouldn't argue with people that took issue with it i wouldn't argue with people that felt some sort of uh pride in it either like mm-hmm. that that's their right to feel pride in that what i'm gonna tell them yep. you can't be proud like what the right. fuck is that um that's argue with you on either front right dasman writes in before we move on to world war three i just listened to kendrick's damn and if this wasn't a hashtag hotel coming out party not a value judgment on him or the album but when he mentioned don't call me black call me an israelite nigga i heard that this morning while i was re-listening i was like i smell so much nag champa in the air ah, all the incense burning i just picture like african lion incense all the black soap right uh and i just picture like my i went all the way back to when i was in college and the five percenters used to sit in the stairwell and try to get us to come over to their religion and i used to be like these niggas are crazy and one time i actually did read the because i heard them making some outrageous ridiculous claims they're like and lot was a black man it says right here my skin is black so therefore you know we come from the we are the black man and the white people came down out of the caucus mountains aka caucasian and they came out the caucus mountain brother and that's why they came to destroy the black man it's all right there and i'm like okay so i heard them say that shit and all these brothers was eating it up like mm-hmm, yep oh i didn't know that word i went and read that fucking chapter i was so fucking mad because one i hate reading the bible uh but then two i had like I, I was like i have to know is this really in the bible ah. like maybe i fucking missed it i don't know i don't read the i don't read the bible for fun i've never read through the whole thing uh i don't be paying i was never paying that much attention when i was in school in church for it and shit 
man i went read that shit nigga it was a curse that satan allowed uh first of all it's the bible it's not real okay that's number one my bad i skipped over a whole part <laughs> uh, it ain't it's a story it's a fake it's a fake story it's not real so so already what the fuck are you talking about but then two remember he told me all this to say lot was a black man and and the white man was the devil and the, coming from the caucus mountains uh and they and they was destroying the black man that's what that story is about so i read it basically and now I, this is ridiculous to me okay i'm i'm sorry i know a lot of y'all believe in this and i'm not trying to offend y'all but it it is pretty ridiculous basically the devil made like a bet with god that give me your most loyal servant i'm gonna fuck his life up mm-hmm. and god was like that's cool he's still gonna fuck with your boy though right he was like cool i'm cool. like which one you want you want that one yeah you can have that one i'm like really god really that's cool bro yeah he, he was like just go fuck him up just like yeah just kill his family you know get that nigga cancer make his skin fall off so anyway the part that you get to is in one of the curses that he put on that that satan was allowed to do to this this god-fearing man was to put uh, a curse on his skin where it turned black mm-hmm. and fell off right nigga that don't make him a black man I, i'm not saying he wasn't but right. you can't use that as proof Correct. and then part of it was that people came from the caucus mountains that like d- destroyed his family and shit but it never said because they was white people coming to destroy him because the devil is shaitan and shit nope. he was mixing like three four different religions to get this story out right it was so crazy man but one of the things they used to say was Ah, we are the hebrew israelites the black man is the real hebrew israelite these these white people they pretenders pretenders to the throne they stole our home and shit and i'll just be like yeah i'm gonna just back out like homer into the bush and i'm just trying to get up the stairs to my dorm right because that would be kind of right especially where you used to stay it would be like right in the store still right in the front where you had to cut through 50 niggas you're like i'm just trying to can i just I'm get like, to the do, second floor do you dog? even stay here what where are I, you a lot of times i don't think they live there yeah mm-hmm. i don't think they lived on campus i'm like excuse me bro i just need to go to my dorm well all right then fine like i remember i told him that i read it and i told him what it meant he was so mad at me y'all i was like why are you so mad anyway let me get two incense uh they still two for a dollar you know like i like i, I don't know why you so fucking hot with me all i did was what you told me to do which is to read the shit anyway uh and also where the fuck was i supposed to go for service i don't know what religion that was you know what i'm saying like i guarantee when i walked up in the mosque they were gonna be like we don't teach all that i guarantee you they're gonna be like we don't know where you learned that from but it ain't here yeah did you read the whole chapter like it was it's a lot so yes when i heard him say that don't call me black call me an israelite i was like uh, that is five percent of shit 100 percent. but you know what i look grew up listening to wu-tang that was a five percenters oh yeah you know mm-hmm. they're like all that shit man so it don't bother like i think people get bothered by it on a level that i never would because i'm just like but they just rappers you know when i listen to wu-tang i never was like these motherfuckers i was like yeah of course they some niggas from staten island i don't like okay like i come to that church every sunday i just listen to their album and as long as the music is banging your boy will be back anyway 
he says and the nigga was quoting deuteronomy after this week it gave me a chuckle i don't it don't get more hotel than hebrew israelite rhetoric and yeah it's par for the course i still listen to wu-tang kendrick abso whatever if it jams to me i'll jam it yeah i was thinking about abso the other day i fuck with that control system still uh back to your regular schedule is coming and coming doom i got type 2 diabetes and i ain't drafted my and they ain't drafted my black ass oh. yeah yeah so you can opt out of world war three i hear you dog guerrilla marketing episode 1421 we talked about uh kendall jenner being a victim and uh a bunch of other stuff um but a lot of it uh john what is his name um god damn it why can't i remember his name uh i feel like uh did i put it in the show notes well anyway john something he's got the gorilla movie coming out and it's uh, john ridley he has a gorilla movie coming out and it's it's problematic man it's got some problems and his uh press conference went left on him anyway noir dynamite says there's karen and ride i just dropped by to hop on the pun train it's clear to me that miss jackson reached the end of her velvet rope <laughs> and had to end things clearly janet reached the end of her velvet rope wait you said that twice i heard she asked him to be a good boy and meet her anytime at any place but he didn't want to give up control the pain of divorce is gonna go deep but we all know that's the way love goes and if it's meant to be they'll be together again if not she'll just have to find another lover peace and love y'all jerry's <laughs> well, i'll tell you what all those puns they made me want to scream <laughs> c6 says not sure if you if it's just some white boy nonsense but i grew up with what i grew up with but donkey punch was the name of one of those fake abusive sex acts that no one actually ever does in real life because it's really just straight up sexual assault yeah i oh. i think everybody you don't know what the donkey punch is uh it's where you fucking the girl from behind and you supposed to punch her in the back of the ear uh, and that's called and her and it makes her legs lock up or something right when you come in and it's supposed to be like the best orgasm or some shit it's so stupid and it's not real like people don't i don't think people actually do it but it's one of those things where it's guy quote unquote guy humor you know oh you ever do the you know chattanooga train on a bitch and you know it's like what is that and it's always some weird stupid ass sex act that honestly nobody would even try to do that shit uh or they be in jail you know what i mean that shit uh anyway uh, he says uh it's straight up sexual assault i thought that that was an article that's what the article was talking about at first and not literally punching a donkey in retrospect ah! i should have known that a news article would have wouldn't have referred to it that way i'm guessing the white boy in the article was still trying to play off that by performing a little donkey punch uh me myself in life says when you played sun models by odessa uh pronounced odessa uh for white people news it took me back to my electronic house music days well hopefully uh that person that wrote in to ask what song that was you can find it now sun models mm -hmm. uh and when you play jason mars on the next episode i got my entire caucasian life but i <laughs> <laughs> oh uh i had to head over to spotify listen to both of their albums for old time's sake no problem no problem baby Amani says, I would like to officially call for John Cho as MLK and Donnie Yen's Malcolm X in the new movie based on the civil rights movement. 
as long as it's a person of color it's cool right oh no what's that no black men are rushing to defend this idea well i'm just confused how this works then even if john really wanted to have an interracial couple for whatever reason there's no excuse to not have other black women in prominent roles the fact that he didn't prove it wasn't important to him period i'm just tired of people especially black men explaining away why they don't have black women in these roles and when i can turn on my tv and watch them straight murder the game like underground just shut up and do it we all win yeah that episode of underground with harry tubman was the truth uh uh it, it was how can i say this ah, uh, that episode was recorded a while ago because you know they work on shit in advance but lord knows in my opinion they know we needed that and they played that right on time honey harriet fake harriet she was talking to me whoever they whoever uh, the woman playing hat she needs an oscar or emmy one of them one of them statues uh because she played the hell of that role especially at the end when she actually actually that filmed her looking directly into the camera mm-hmm. it was like she was basically talking to america mm-hmm. Real. she even said like people that want to claim they want to make america great again i was like <gasps> the call is coming from inside the house <laughs> that one was acting her ass off and just to sit there and listen to her stories and where she came from oh and also something else now since we own it something else i'm on to say uh uh the one white woman in the room elizabeth elizabeth that's how you take your white privilege and help somebody because mm-hmm. the men started chit-chatting she was like hey, hey we ain't coming for that we came and listen to the black woman talk mm-hmm. like that's how you use your privilege Mm-hmm. you don't use your privilege to then turn around and say oh but what about me she was like nah 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 niggas we came in here to hear her talk who gives a fuck about y'all fussing let her continue to talk yeah i uh talked about it with justin on the pregame but i'll just say that is why i advocate for the show it's why i advocate for more black history on tv made by black people um it's also why i you can't do enough harriet tubman movies she's the fucking she's the epitome of a black hero um to a level that i think doesn't get enough credit because uh you know um she's she's a woman that resisted in a way that i think people um don't associate with women resisting like um her story is so powerful to me because and, and and they went through the history of, like the broad strokes of the history of it anyway mm-hmm. so so it was really cool if you catch that episode but i mean this is history i hope you already know this um uh, but if you don't know it it's fine you know but i was on i was literally because i know a lot of black people get traumatized by reading that shit and they worry they're gonna read something crazy like i i get it but i was on the couch like a person that had already seen the movies just spoiling shit for karen i couldn't help myself yeah because some of the shit was was new to me because i'm not even gonna lie when you take um history class you don't really learn about her well they don't give you the details you learn right. you learn about her right. I mean, like you I just said, don't get the details right because okay. a lot of it includes how horrific and barbaric white people can be and nobody wants to teach us that they're so scared that these kids are gonna learn that and just like start killing white people or some shit um, in the middle of class what the fuck right but my thing was like i like every like she would because i like she started talking and the first thing i thought was please let this be the entire episode like don't i don't want no stories from nobody else i don't give a fuck what noah's up to i don't give a fuck what rosalie's up to i want 
I, since the second they showed her hand and that goddamn shotgun i said i just want a whole episode uh if not more about harriet i wasn't ready and i didn't know oh uh, yeah i i mean but i didn't know if they would do it oh okay you know what i mean but from the sec i said "Ooh, we can't harriet on this joint um and and, and honestly it was such rich history and the way it, it was, was told that's what the fuck i'll be talking about like our shit isn't boring we are fucking superheroes we should not be here just by the nature of what's been done to us but yet we are because they can't eradicate us so it's like we are like while we are human obviously we we can die we can everything but there's also um not enough reverence given to our heroes in my opinion Correct. and the shame and shit needs to be taken out of it because it's pro- you sh- i'm proud to have descended from a lot of people that could come out of bondage to where we are now um and this one of the reasons i don't really stomach a whole lot of black people need to do this and black people because like motherfucker we ain't never needed to do shit come on but survive that's all you really get a chance to do here but um one of the things that was like like i said I, we were watching it and i was just like trying not to spoil it for karen uh because i knew some of the details she didn't know mm-hmm. um but then at the same time i couldn't help myself so like <laughs> it'll be like she'll be like you know and you know i I, we, I got my brothers and i said we're gonna leave and i was like because i was like these niggas gonna drag her down because i already know <laughs> I didn't, you know what i'm saying right. i already knew okay. that they was gonna fuck up like it look sad sad situation but it was the truth in this situation black men was letting her i mean you know rock on wood familiar with frank black men was letting her down at every turn you know her brothers was like got a mile out and was like we need to turn around you know this what do we go left or do we go right and fucked up her escape plan when she was like dead set on nigga we can just go be free and they was like "Mm -mm." she had to get the freedom by herself realize how fucking lonely freedom was when nobody else could share in it Mm -hmm. and i believe she saved over 200 slaves but the point is she went back and started with like her family and shit she was a married woman she was married to a freed man now that didn't come up during the show Mm -hmm. but anyway she was married to a freed man when she left when she realized like i gotta come back i gotta get my husband well her husband remarried some other chick so she was married to the first ever peter guns of uh Ah! black america so she gets back he's wiped up with some other chick wouldn't even come meet her to be like i'm not going back with you like this would be the love of her life right this nigga like uh new new phone who this right wouldn't even go with her um and then and so then she but it kind of in a way probably saved a whole lot more people's lives that he didn't go than if he would have right um because he never held her back um and he would have wanted to be like i'm the man Hold on, i got something stuck in my throat mm-hmm anyway um so anyway he didn't come back with her and i and when, they, when she was like i had to go get my husband i was like mm, damn like <clears throat> i knew where i was going i'm sorry hold on a second mm. oh it's just something stuck in my throat i don't even know what it was hold on johnny don't want to go to school no more no more i think i got it not sure all right so 
this nigga doesn't come back right and once again i knew it was gonna happen i was like this nigga ain't gonna go um and you know the, and then the whole thing with the shotgun because like that's the other thing is while i do want me a reimaginative history where she is john wicking motherfuckers with that shotgun she never had to kill any like anybody the reason she had the gun was for motherfuckers trying to turn back mm-hmm. you know if you lose your heart and shit um yeah because she was like no nah, i'm not trying to hear that and then the way they ended it with her being like look um we need to be like john brown this is a war this slavery is a fucking war right regardless of how y'all feel and y'all over here fussing about y'all don't agree with his methods because that, that's what made the men jump in because she brought up his name and people was like yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like look y'all want to debate on hypotheticals like then that and, and that's one of the things about people that are in the books and education have these theories about slavery but I, I mean because at the beginning of the episode they did a lot of shit without saying shit when she had her corset on and they show all them whipped on her goddamn back and how mm-hmm. fucked up her skin was and shit like that i was like she's been through a lot and baby she ain't here to hear y'all talk about theories and hypothetical shit of what y'all think should happen well in a way it was almost how it, like seeing the scars makes it so much more of uh appreciation for the burden she took on and the and more importantly like the grace that she was able to navigate with considering and see the thing is we haven't really seen a young harriet tubman portrayed on on screen or really even uh in pictures like they just discovered a picture of her younger um maybe a month ago you know was the first time because we only see like the older more like um you know the elderly harriet tubman and it's always this picture of this woman where it's like all you can look at her and go man she must have just went through seeing and seen so much whereas i think when you think about a younger harriet tubman that went and got her mama and dad and moved them in with her and shit when you think about her like it's like how virile must that woman have been not and not to mention the way it ends and i I don't know if they'll do this it would be super dope we get a spinoff show maybe i hope it's that good that we get a harriet spinoff show but um she went and fought in the war man like she was a spy in the war um during the civil war so like it's so much more of her story to tell but the way they ended the episode was with her being like listen we at war the next level of this is violence it's not gonna happen with us us sitting in the room talking about abolition uh abolition amongst ourselves and she's like but what have we abolished not a goddamn thing it's slavery was still the law of the land and many black people frederick Douglass said this um many black people already knew at the time that the war in the civil war was going to be about slavery and it wasn't going to end unless slavery was abolished um white people didn't know white people started that fucking war and were like we just gonna get the south to concede we'll put some conditions on this shit and they'll realize the error of their ways and we can regulate this we'll make sure they keep paying their taxes because the south was like we are a different nation fuck y'all and we got a whole different flag and everything and um you know the north was like bitch if y'all don't come back to bed you know essentially they didn't realize like oh the only way to win to strike a blow that will cripple them enough to make them realize they can't go it on their own and just forge off of this own like their own nation 
we have to destroy their economy via slavery like we have to free black people black people knew that shit from the jump they were like oh this is the war for freeing black people right you know and the, and it's not like the the north was even any better like she brought up in the um thing she's like you know it's not that white people up north are better white people they just don't they're not they don't they're not within the proximity of us to be the unjust people that they are she's like when we move it when free people move too close to white people up north y'all riot come on so it's not you know it just like she her realization during that hour-long thing was essentially white people in mass are evil and the only way to stop this is to go to war you know people were like john brown killed babies and and, and women and shit and she's like i don't know what you say i don't know what to tell y'all y'all already killing our babies and women like it's already like we're at war and you're like don't fight back that's not that's essentially what you're saying it's not like but if you do this it'll start a war nigga it's war you know so ah it's anyway best episode ever underground for me and and i say that with a lot of reverence for this show because they've had some great episodes yes they have i I really love this show but oh man like you can actually watch that episode without watching any any of the other episodes like you can you don't need to know the story really Mm -mm. but if you just i mean they should teach that in classes they should play that hour of tv for kids especially kids that think that they don't want to learn black history and shit so uh i hope people can uh i hope people check it out anyway Mm -hmm. i don't know how we got on that tangent but uh i was very excited about that episode oh because of this uh comment all right so back to Amani's comment um as a as an and as important as the accomplishments of president obama was able to get done the things he was able to stop them from doing as he held back his racist ass house and senate may be even more impressive as fucked up as trump is this has been the republican platform on race they just didn't think they could say it aloud anymore but the people who voted for this weren't racist at all right bernie uh the poll was the john Rick explanation makes sense to you yes i get it no i don't get it aisha hines is one pronounce her name aisha hines is the actress who mm-hmm. plays um uh uh harriet tubman that's what the chat room is saying oh yeah 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 man and they tell i mean they talk like i said man i knew all this shit so i was man i was trying my best not to be that guy <laughs> but it was like soon as she'd be like and i was in town and i was looking at um in the mirror because i always worry about my hair and i saw this slave come running past me i was like oh this is how she got the concussion like i was like like i was like oh this is how she got hit in the head and now she gotta hate them she got she got she got like that weird like narcolepsy slash post-concussion syndrome and then she started having visions and seeing god and shit and seeing like in her mind religious visions that helped her like do whatever and you know i'm not a religious person uh in the least but i'm like uh i'll allow it for harriet because the way i see it to imagine a free black life in that time it had to be something you had to be a radical person you had to be you literally had to be crazy yeah yeah because it was against everything that the country knew everything abnormal yeah and it had got to the point where she said that it had got to the point where even north was i feel like they literally had to move to canada to imagine freedom for everybody you had to be fucking crazy because society was so i mean because society was so fucked up there was no reason to believe that would be possible right unless you had a vision or some shit because it, it just to, to to take that trip 
to save hundreds of black lives i can't imagine i was like soon as she got soon as she said when i got there there was no one to greet me i said yep if she was a man that would have been the end of the story because it's like oh i'm free i'll just start over you know men as men well you know even a black man back then you still afforded certain privileges and luxuries that women aren't you know the ability to make a living the ability you know the ability to get a job uh you know um outside of like housework and shit uh, the ability to earn more you know these are still things that uh were allotted to black men in many cases over black women now it doesn't mean that you are seen as a white man by any means it doesn't mean that you're equal to white people or any means but that's the reason that you know in the past we have situations where you got granddaddies with two and three families and shit and you got people that start over like a dude just like nope this family's fucked uh well going over three towns ain't no internet ain't no uh ain't no tv yeah i'm just gonna start over you know it was easier to do that shit because you couldn't track people down and as a man it's easier to start over like your kids aren't attached to you your wife isn't attached you You can just show up somewhere else marry some other woman um and be moved and just be like i moved on you know what i mean so i couldn't imagine like if that would have been a dude i just would have imagined he'd be like well i guess my family on some fuck shit and i'm not going back and much like harriet's husband who was like don't go uh it's like oh well i guess i'm out then you know like harriet uh you know new wife knew me you know but yeah whoo so good and i can't wait for um because i know uh there's a movie coming out with uh um viola davis on hbo as harriet i believe so mm. looking forward to that too mm-hmm. give me all the harriet so y'all everybody should get to play harriet i want to see young deny guerrero play Har- a young harriet you know uh i just want to see everybody get a chance anyway uh 100 of people said they did not get john ridley's explanation uh about whatever the fuck he was talking about uh letty may daniel says really is a latter-day stokely carmichael the only position for women in the movement is prone prone y'all not supine but p-r-o-n-e more erasure and virulent misogynoir f him and his whack-ass show shout out to the chat sincerely letty may daniels um yeah mm-hmm. didn't want to get mad and offended when people be like hey doll i asked you a question you you literally didn't answer my question that was a point she went back to you don't ask my question and he makes it about himself and don't nobody care about you nor your wife uh mm-hmm. people are like uh yeah are you gonna address this or did you erase us from the black movement basically because mm. it's about the black movement and that's the thing and that's the thing that upsets you when niggas want to pop out the woodwork but it's okay no no yeah. you let a mexican man play martin luther king or you let a um uh let's say uh korean man play malcolm x and be like oh we could just could have got anybody in it niggas would have a fucking fit it's the same goddamn thing to women it's about a black movement and it's about a black woman and you erased her yeah and if a white director would have done that i mean i've seen black men get mad about fictional black people's treatment like to to then uh, basically take a story that is fiction but it's supposed to be exemplify this movement that was helmed and had a lot of black women in it right and you talking to women in the audience who was like hey dog my family member my mama and shit like they told us stories they lived this shit your story is not accurate and you got mad at them Mm mm-hmm and they're like, nah, dog, we was there. And then to have 
some fuck ass actor be like well, well how you know you wouldn't there bitch i just told you my family was there how do we get here but right no no you, you said it um but uh yeah that was fucked up and i just i just thought his explanation didn't make sense no, i it didn't make like sense. more so than even um anger at him and all that shit i just flat out his your explanation doesn't actually answer the question that you were asked and and especially when the whole like being about to cry shit like you moved it to to center yourself in the conversation that's like y'all are hurting my feelings by asking me why i didn't do this shit and it's like well dog it's a valid question you made right. the shit you put it out for public consumption you're gonna get public views on it you don't get public comments well also you hurt one it's a it's a screening to ask you questions two you hurt a lot of people's feelings man so like you crying supposed to make them be like well i guess it's okay it's mm-hmm. not it's still not okay man you know so um but yeah he fucked up uh episode fourteen twenty two dr whom uh we had some comments uh d ramsey ph dunn says rod i love your opening to the podcast ready to give opinions on things we have no business talking about you two have done so much for me in the past few months i love your opinions commentary humor and insight keep on keeping on we will we will thank you fireworks says i love the random thought segment maybe it could be incorporated once a week or bi-weekly i'm gonna be honest i never know when the random thoughts are happening uh so i just gather them and kind of keep them together and then just unleash them sometimes i but if i start putting pressure to be like i gotta come up with something every week i don't know if it'll happen that way but uh, i will try to remember to do them more often because uh i do save them um secondly i think friends on the internet is equal to text over call i just get rather text so much easier love the show gets by gets better about the show thanks fireworks thank you mirror nirvana nirvana says i am one of the three people who laughed at inverse racism my thoughts went on a tangent after that oh shit she said cue up the uh yeah music uh yeah the intro to uh csi miami um sorry i should already had it ready though <laughs> i didn't i didn't realize that this comment was coming up sorry about that buddy um where is is my where where, where, where is oh there it is here you go but uh yeah uh she said i found it hard to function after that joke oh again hold on hold on here you go uh she says okay i'm done Uh, okay so it's time for you to go i guess you saw the sign or the cosign um we're some nerds uh llama llama time says hey tbgwt peeps in regards to the north africa to north africa and morocco north africans and moroccans are actually black it is complex though prior to the spread of islam and the arabization of north africa north africans looked black as we think of it today the moroccan population is primarily composed of berber uh which is uh i'm a i'm a zighan okay i hope i didn't pronounce that too wrong uh i'm a zighan ganawa and arab people 
the Amazigan and Nawa people are indigenous to Africa due to Arabization. A lot of people in Morocco and across North Africa are indigenous to Africa and Arab. In Morocco, predominantly Amazigan and Arab, so Arab and indigenous African black. The Arab colonization of North Africa was slow, spanning centuries. So someone who was from Morocco is very likely to be black given the population i've left a few historical type posts in the comments i majored in arabic and have been researching the arab colonization of north africa to better understand what blackness is i hope it makes sense and isn't annoying the first amazigan peoples are the ancestors of dark-skinned ethnic groups like the fulani tagareg and zenaga i wish i could talk about talk out loud about this i'm not sure i'm making sense uh look i will just take your word for it i'll take your word for it too i don't know enough about that and Mm -mm. it doesn't matter to me uh that much to try to take or give somebody's blackness uh and that comment was from an article that said he wasn't black because he Mm -hmm. was from morocco when they were talking about uh french montana Mm -hmm. Uh, which for the record i have no idea if that dude's black or not Mm -hmm. i don't really like i said i hadn't heard a song of his till we played one on the show so mm-hmm. Same here. um and no matter what of course what he said was anti-black so i guess it wouldn't really matter uh classic r&b lover hi rod and karen i don't have facebook and did not read the now infamous post so i don't know all the ins and outs of this lovey situation i do however follow lovey on twitter and her website and i've liked what she has had to say about black people especially black women so i'm saddened to hear about this messy hole she seems to have dug for herself i saw her response to the incident which what she posted and i have read people's responses to this post i agree that she was clearly responding to something specific that we may not be aware of unfortunately people seem to be really hurt and angry about lovey's words and she opened the door for people who were waiting for her to slip so they could come for her yeah yeah that's a very underrated part of all this shit and everybody has those people if you once you i don't know what the magic number is yeah but once you reach a certain level of popularity there's a bunch of people that can't wait for you to fuck up so they can turn around and be like i told y'all this person ain't shit they never was shit they said this or that to me one time or whatever now i consider that to just be human and for the most part those people don't actually um no offense those people don't really have much influence and they normally only get the spotlight when somebody fucks up right and then people move on you know um and and it really normally doesn't hurt people's careers but the point Mm -hmm. is they do exist if you have rabbit ears you will hear them and shit if they're talking about you and it sucks Mm -hmm. uh to be that person sometimes i've been that person before where someone's talking shit about me and it's like i have rabbit ears where i'm like this shit is getting back to me and it's fucking with my emotions it's fucking with me it's you know i know this person not being 100 percent forthcoming on this i know that they're slant like slanting everything in the most like egregious offensive way they could you know um it's that kind of thing where you you really there's nothing you can do about it but once you fuck up you do fall into the clutches of those people and it elevates their platform honestly because those people whether people say all the time i don't want to see a fight yes you do and those people when they see that fight they gravitate to the people that are talking about it the most and that's when those people the uh the people that don't fuck with you that's when they start shining you know when everybody's like oh where so she said what now and then it's like oh i got the screenshots i ain't fuck. i don't like this bitch from since 2001 it's like oh yeah yeah this this go way back and this is your moment you know it's like uh <laughs> soon it's, it's like it's like when the schoolyard fight you have i call them eyewitness news like people on the scene they know exactly what happened 
yes um yeah that that's that's essentially how it happens in my opinion like uh you don't like somebody and some of y'all might be these people i don't know like everybody has different people they don't fuck with correct so uh you don't like somebody they even if they're like an activist or they do mostly good work or they're a comedian whatever the fuck they are you don't like they ask for some reason now i don't know if they skipped you in line they blocked you on twitter whatever it is but they got on your list somehow right every time they name come up you can't stand them every time somebody talks about them you call them they fat your fave in a pejorative manner mm-hmm. you know the same way people say your son when he fuck up uh <laughs> and you talking to his mama or his daddy right that's your son like y'all like people do that because they don't want anybody like this person but everybody does because they're popular and it eats at their soul and it fucks with them and the second that person fucks up the second that everybody's like you know what i think this person is fucked up they just made a huge mistake and they're actively fucking it up and making it worse that person is suddenly the star like, oh is that my song is it my turn <laughs> let me come out of this troll closet and get my motherfucking st- where's my receipts i got my receipts that I, that's how it feels every time and and that's what i think um because of the size of her platform now um the fact that the internet is forever forever dog so if you ever fucked up any other time that's gonna come up if you apologize that ain't gonna come up um like all that shit she kind of got you know she got she got caught at the fucking intersection of all that shit and especially since internet culture has a lot of like i'm unbothered to it like being being emotional seems a negative thing changing your mind seems a negative thing i think a lot of people's first instance is to be like i said it now what you know as opposed to be like well damn i'm getting a lot of pushback on this from people i respect people that love my music or art or books or whatever i do maybe i should consider them instead it's like Mm-mm, i i'm i'm even more right and i won't be bothered by it and i won't comment on it and y'all just deal with it um and so it's just a whole lot of shit colliding at once um on her and 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 yeah that that's a real thing where there are people that can't wait for you to fall there's people that feel like because you got on they didn't get on that don't that feel like why you get this thing i didn't get this thing uh all that shit man you know and you just don't to me i don't want to ever give people more of a reason to dislike me than they already fucking do um and some of it's inevitable because you know there's certain things i believe in that aren't popular amongst my peer group and shit you know and they don't want to hear that kind of shit like i'd be a lot more popular with certain people if i was out here like uh black women need to do this and these hoes and bitches need to do that and what what we can't call them hoes and bitches no more you know like that kind of thing right they like that would make me more popular with certain people but i'm never gonna concede to that shit so um but yeah if i ever got fucked up or got caught doing some shit or whatever um them niggas would rejoice regardless of how motherfuckers play it they would be like yes one of us you know what i mean i knew this nigga was fucked up that's kind of how uh i think people were to a certain extent with her um for a large part right there were some people that were like i don't like you and now i have a reason to say i don't like you but here's the other part you did fuck up and there's a whole lot of people who are probably even more people who were validly offended and had their feelings hurt and all that shit 
so yeah you like it, like in addition to opening up the door to these hater people you kind of make them the leader of the brigade because now they're the leader of the hate and people start looking for a leader like well what, what, what so what can we do what how did she you know what else has she done and those are the people that that, that get the most shine so like i said you gotta take pictures with some money you got uh ah. you know if you got a fine ass man you know take pictures being loved up um you know if you like that uh you, you take pictures of yourself shopping for shit like look at these hills like that's the thing that mostly make the people that don't fuck with you mad you know oh and i wouldn't have no problem doing that take pictures of your feet at the beach yeah like do that shit man because that is so much one is so much more fun it's much more effective Mm -hmm. to be honest it's much more effective and enjoyable uh and then two you never get in trouble for those things like nobody ever be like i seen lovey taking pictures with some man and they was hugged up i'm like well why are you mad about that like that makes them the bad guy you know what i'm saying as opposed to i seen lovey say some fucked up shit online then it's like what did she say oh it is kind of fucked up i agree with you you know what i'm saying so yeah i would just take pictures of like standing on a on on a bunch of one on a bunch of standing on a bed of money reading shondaland books like that's how i was reading watching like i just had a collection of shondaland blu-rays and i'd just be hugging them like this and be like i'm so happy with all this attention and my fame and money because even if you're not happy it'll make other people mad so that's the best way to get to them anyway um i don't know this how this is all going to play out but her deal with shonda is in this beginning stages and i hope it doesn't get derailed because i want to see this world shonda seems to be trying to build with black people who have made it help others on the come up yeah man well new attention new platform all that shit man i mean if something happens to that she would only have herself to blame to be honest and you can't you know absolve that the thing i would imagine is i doubt something will happen because to be honest for the most part nothing really does happen to people that shit on black women in any form really Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. you know if black women had that much fucking power um there'd be a lot less people prospering you know it's just not you know yeah a lot of those same people that shit on us be the same people that uh use us to uh build their platforms yeah yeah all the time so yeah it's not uh that's a sad reality Mm -hmm. you know it's like when people say the pc mafia the pc mafia ain't never stopped nobody's flow like there's not enough people in the pc mafia that give a fuck to stop somebody's shit like oh cancel colbert how did that work out that nigga still on the air what are we talking about here? yeah like it's just not that everybody ain't that woke you know the even you know it's anyway it's just everybody ain't that woke uh evie says that video united dragging that man was just out of pocket and i can't help but wonder if that man wasn't chosen because he's a person of color (coughs) yeah they said (coughs) it was random but i guess you never can know i mean that means we trust in the airline oh refresh baby um well actually you know let me go to the next session um give me a second guys bring it right back up Mm -hmm. um and we'll get back into uh into this shit in a second Mm-mm. what is what is that what are you doing mm. oh, sorry excuse me i'm just uh enjoying these sour grapes you brought Ooh. 
so um evie goes on to say um i can only imagine how they would treat a black person united would lose a lot of business over this i know they lost mine because i had to book an airline ticket this week and i fly at least three to four times a year and when i was searching online for flight united airlines came up with the cheapest tickets i paid the extra money to fly another airline for the peace of mind fuck united until they clean up their act and give that man a proper apology i hope he sues them for millions as well as airport police for brutalizing him speaking of that doctor the media couldn't wait to drag his name through the mud but i saw articles online that said they chose the wrong dr david Dow, uh and that the doctor with the criminal record was a different guy so it's possible they smeared the wrong man's name all in the name of capitalism if this is true i hope he sues those newspapers as well so tired of this shit i hope he do too agreed uh the poll was easy which is easier friends on the internet or friends in real life Oh. And uh, before you go on with the poll, mm-hmm. fact check. I mean, y'all may tell me, yeah, people, a lot of people got the exact fucking name. Fact check. But go yep. ahead. Yeah, especially uh, Asian people that, um, depending on, like, because of the way we do names here um, and the way that they do names in a lot of Asian cultures is where, like, last name first, first name last. Right. You know, it's kind of like Goku, Gohan, go so, like, everybody go something because Go is the last name and then han would be like the the name the the quote-unquote first name how we would view it over here so so a lot of times people you know um would come to america and they would change their name one because you know americans would be like how you say that i'm sure they get tired of that shit so so then what they would do is be like okay my name like say your name was go han you change your name to david go or some shit like that and a lot of times a lot of times people will have uh names from the bible and shit too um um i don't know if it's and i'm not 100 percent sure if that's because they're christian or if it's just more like look we know they know these names right they know they know we know they know know like i have my my friends were from vietnam when i was a kid and his whole family was like mark luke david like it was ezekiel they went down the book yeah it wasn't ezekiel but it was like all bible gospels yeah it was all bible names like um you know but anyway um all all that shit meaning to say uh it's you do have to double check because it's probably very easy to be like oh david dow and it's like there's there's probably a fucking bunch of david dows you know here you're like you better be sure anyway yeah, that's uh, what happens when you fucking cut budgets and you don't pay for people to investigate. And why are you looking to slander this dude anyway? Right. He was a victim here. There was nothing he did wrong. Uh, which is easier? Friends in real life, friends on the internet. This is a close poll, but friends in real life lost 47%. And friends on the internet, 53%. And really dark night says it's much easier to mute or delete friends on the internet. Well, that's what I said. That's what I'm, I mean, that's my point. I agree um all right and the last episode of the week because that was uh what 
airplane with bernie or was that dr hum hold on let me make sure i did this right hope i didn't fuck up these uh uh hope i didn't fuck up the uh order uh oh okay no 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 airplane with bernie was the next episode all right so we had some comments on this joint uh we had ao who says why so many bestiality stories this week k upton licks adoption <laughs> dogs in the mouth mailman sexist dog white woman video sells uh, her videos herself fucking a dog seems like all the white folks are tonguing down a fucking dogs the fact that <laughs> the law has to be passed to tell people to leave dogs alone is absolutely ridiculous right i've never been more offended than when in the guest of race karen said hood princess could have been black that bl- that black people fuck dogs too i agree with rod that we don't need equality on everything we're not taking ownership of animal intimacy in order to assimilate <laughs> white folks can have the monopoly on this all yours they can have it yep karen was trying to be too equal y'all <laughs> got caught out here trying to I'm trying, trying to do equal justice respectability bestiality uh eve says the real tea on the mcflurry machines is that not as many of them are broken as you think they are i've been told by several people who worked at mcdonald's that most of the time when they tell you the mcflurry machine is broken all that means they don't feel like making it for you especially if the manager isn't around i caught on to this one time i was told that and then i asked to speak to a manager to complain that the machine is always down when i come to that particular mcdonald's he said to me oh let me go check the guy is working on it now that fool came back with the mcflurry i ordered and said you're in luck they just fixed it mm-hmm. they, they just like said they just didn't want to go because the thing about the mcflurry machine what they don't tell you well i guess i don't know if you see them make it they actually have to take and like spin it too when they get done i have to take for the ice cream and spin it and i don't want to stand there for the oh, it's a lot of work minute. right i've had to make them right you got here's my problem though karen. Mm-hmm. here's my problem karen with all this shit As a customer, I don't give a if they don't want to make it that is also the mcflurry machine being down yes it is so i'm good you see what i'm saying like i need the app still i don't care if it's like well they really will make it i actually don't want to get an attitude with seven dollars and 75 cent dude over no fucking mcflurry i'll go to another one that's why i like the app i'll just go to where they making mcflurries today fuck it you don't want your wrist to hurt i don't give the cool i just wish i knew it up front only thing i care about is knowing up front y'all don't want to make it if y'all don't want to make it it's essentially the machine broke as far as i'm concerned it's me, the same thing the same shit it. you ain't spitting in my mcflurry because i copped the attitude ain't that the truth real dark knight says tyrese is the worst why is he always on some bullshit how does drinking a coke and singing on a fucking bus make him an expert on what black women need to do well i think it's also his r&b career people now for the record there's a lot of people that sing r&b that don't do interviews talking about what women need to do and shit okay like because i heard some people say that shit too like well he sang songs for 20 years it's like yeah uh so has joe what does joe think about women oh you don't know yeah because joe doesn't have a fucking book he didn't try to do a tv show like this is the shit that people do where they and it's so selective and it's so telling of black men in so many ways you get selective when you want to defend some shit people wouldn't even be mad at tyrese if he just mind his fucking business correct sang r&b songs and got checks go be in movies it's weird and yes it is weird that this motherfucker is also trying to hustle this relationship shit it's weird dog vin diesel what does he think about women you don't fucking know because vin diesel does promo for fucking fast and furious by going we was crashing cars and shit 
that's essentially the difference and that's all people care about right i sometimes i feel like it's almost embarrassing because like black men get the memo to last like i don't for the most part i don't really think there's anything that can be done about people having fucked up views i think a lot of it's just part of being a man and part of being the society being tailored towards you same way that most racist people that are never gonna not be racist like they'll, they'll just learn to shut the fuck up which i'm completely fine with i'll take you shutting the fuck up um and le- keeping your racism away from me because that's the compromise that's normally gonna have to happen you got to get shamed into shutting the fuck up and then you go away that's mostly the oh that's for the most of our history that's the most you can hope for right um the thing with this is he's trying to turn a hustle of relationship pimp and then people don't want no fucking backlash on him for saying stupid shit about relationships you can't have it both ways you can't eat off this shit and also be like i'm just giving my opinion i don't know why y'all mad it's so stupid the same people that's like saying you can't be mad at jason whitlock yes the fuck i can yes he well he gives his opinion on racial matters yes and fuck him am i supposed to have to like it because this nigga giving his opinion it's so stupid but we people always flip the rules like i don't understand how you can be mad at black feminists for giving their opinions on on uh relationships but then think it's weird that people are mad at tyrese you know what i mean it's uh, to me it's so it's all the same shit like i don't understand where uh where's where's the fucking where is it lying he didn't have to say that shit to get a, pe- a check from vin diesel so just don't um oh and while i'm at it uh karen was right he low-key had that test done so he could show people that his wife is really black what man needs to prove the ethnicity of the woman he married to anonymous people on the internet a lame that's who right because nobody gives the gave a fuck look he had to prove it because he because he done gave his opinion so much and then and specifically at black women he had to whether people try to act like oh they made him do that no he talked again he talked himself into that shit he could have just kept his fucking opinion to himself and nobody would have cared there's a lot of motherfuckers married to white women that are prospering like a motherfucker and nobody cares and people still lust after them and think they bay and all this shit and sure there's a contingent of people that probably are like oh this nigga got a white wife yes there's probably the same way there's a contingent of people that go oh this this woman got a white man or whatever but the average average motherfucker is like yeah that that doesn't bother i don't go to a movie and go oh man i would really enjoy this movie but i heard he got a white wife oh i really like this thing but oh she got a she got a a white husband i can't i can't fuck with this movie now right so i don't even think like i can watch him crash cars with a white wife ain't nobody give a fuck about that shit it's only because you put yourself out there as the pillar of morality when it comes to sexual purity for women and yes if you do that motherfuckers are going to check your homework you can't be it's so stupid to act like this dude needs some type of protection or or people he he just giving his opinion it's so stupid to try to reduce it to that like it's just just keep it 100 and be like yes he says a lot of shit if this nigga was, and for the record if this nigga was talking about geopolitical shit and was like well look i'm just giving my opinion people would be like if it's stupid it's stupid like if you said man i just think we need to like nuke afghanistan people would be like what the fuck and people some people would be like but he's tyrese what do you care because he gave his fucking opinion on a public platform people ain't required to agree 
so yeah man people just cherry pick where they give a fuck that's all uh at any rate um uh he says she she could be whitey mcwhite white and probably nobody would give a fuck if he wasn't on that bullshit this nigga yeah essentially yes i hate i hate when people do that man it's really a big pet peeve of mine because like if you don't volunteer to take the bullet nobody gives a fuck dog you know like it's only when you start uh like tay diggs no i really give a fuck he married to a white woman till he started being like y'all will not deny my son his white heritage I'm like what the fuck where is this coming from dog nobody cared nobody was challenging you or your white ha- or your baby's white heritage right we everybody's fine with it dog you're not a novelty you're not the first black dude to marry a white woman bro it's Man, completely fine you don't have to take a stand on this one dog no one's denying you anything but it's that type of shit that you know because of your own insecurities yeah or, or just like anti-blackness man you buy right. into the idea the idea that black people wouldn't be inclusive enough of an interracial baby or a kid is so ridiculous in a world that's built on white supremacy come on all the family like, unions i done been through good ass. yeah it's so ridiculous in that world you know what i mean you just have to so it's like like and especially when you're like it's like so then do you speak out against what white people are fucking up and shit or do you only speak up look at say still she only speak up when it's some shit for black people need to do you know it's that kind of weird shit and it's like people want you to not have a fucking opinion when it's somebody that they identify with it's never that way like you never catch people caping for both say still and tyrese you never it's always one or the other it's people pick, cherry pick that shit and it's very telling about them who they cherry pick to protect that's all mm-hmm. anyway uh he 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 did apologize we'll probably read on the show tomorrow him and love you apologize actually mm. uh so we'll probably read it tomorrow okay amani says ride just explained exactly why i'm team tony and not team cap i appreciate the ride or die nigga but if we're really friends i'm gonna value you holding me accountable more than i fuck up more when i fuck up that integrity discussion helped me wrap my head around my problem with cancel culture because too often you're either a fave or you fuck up and then you're done and for the record i'm not criticizing anyone for choosing where the line is we all have one sometimes you need to get niggas out of the paint at the same time it doesn't serve anyone if we just all defend our faves when they fuck up instead of trying to make them better if you love someone you should want them to be better and if you trust them then i assume it's because you think they want to do better i just hope people we're we're riding for can get critiqued and challenged without writing them off forever for one fuck up but that takes integrity on their part to acknowledge their responsibility and want to do better p.s karen's makeup was popping on that revolt panel thank you baby yeah man i i I mean look i cannot uh i'm not part of the cancel culture shit i'm not part of the one and done people Mm -mm. um and that's just my philosophy in life i have empathy for people even people i disagree with in a lot of cases right um there's levels to everything there's lines that are to me are uncrossable and there are people where i'm like okay what you did is so fucked up this is beyond just me and you disagree about this but you really are like a disrespecting people's humanity and shit but there's sometimes where i'm like uh i have hope in people it's yeah. why i still kick it with people where i'm like they not there yet but i hope one day they can be right because if i like i talk to understand and to uh and to be understood so a lot of times there's conversations i have with people where i'm like this person's not a fucking idiot they just 
have arrived at a different conclusion in in life about certain things or they're not ready to push past this because for whatever reason and it sucks and um you know and so like i said some people not everybody but some people i'm able to see like that hope in and i really do hope that they come around you know and i hope people can see that hope in me sometimes but you know there is a very powerful thing to being able to dispose of people now with social media and stuff and you and and you don't really dispose of them they still exist but it, it makes you feel powerful to block somebody it makes you feel powerful to say they cancel it makes you feel powerful to say i don't watch that you know and all that shit i don't like this it there's a power to that too and i think people won't admit to it because they just want to be like no i do it out of the goodness of my heart but it's like oh and sometimes if, if there's a group mentality to it there's there's a social networking to being the person that hates everything too you mm-hmm. know um so yeah I, I i'm not part of that cancel culture shit but Mm-mm. i you know i understand what they saying you know a lot of it's for self-protection and shit yeah and also i think when you were talking about people seeing the light it's a thing where talking to people you can kind of tell if they are the type of person who has room for growth and you go okay and I want that extended to me because guess what? I ain't got it all together. I ain't got it all figured out. There's areas in my life I guarantee you I need to grow and mature and challenge myself in even the more. And I have and I continue to. And everybody want to give up on everybody, but nobody wants nobody to give up on them. That makes no sense. Yeah, like that. I just, and I think the more you listen to people and the more, like I listen to so many podcasts. Um, and everybody's complaining about the same shit but everybody's also doing the same shit as other people you know it's the oh y'all people in your echo chambers and see that's the thing they get online and they do this that and the other and you're like yeah but this podcast is you getting online amongst your friends in a safe environment and expressing opinions that you know for the most part will go unchallenged and you're not gonna have people on that will dispute it or whatever everyone's doing it like why would like no one's better than another person with this shit to be honest everyone's kind of doing the same shit but it's just do you have the scope to step outside of yourself and consider why the fuck people do what they do and what would be another uh you know what would be another um point of view to what you're saying because at least I, i consider shit even if i don't arrive at the same conclusion uh especially from people i respect you know i don't like i don't my goal isn't to just be like fuck this nigga you know my goal is to typically be like okay so that's why you think that way i don't agree but at least i understand you know and now i can understand how you view other issues too because i understand how you uh, view that one anyway um Roger Shab says, "I pretty, I'm pretty sure if Agent Orange doesn't start World War Three by getting into a fight with uh, son of Amso Ronnie, wait, Ronnery, uh, that lab-grown meat will be ground zero for the zombie apocalypse. Son of Amso Ronnery, I don't even know who that is. Uh, oh, is that Kim Jong? Uh, is that maybe? Uh, was oh, that a South Park joke? Um, I think South Park the movie. He's saying Amso Ronnery." Uh, oh. they picking on his accent racist and problematic ah! uh would you eat lab grown meat yes or no 42 percent say yes 58 percent say no all right so is the z-pot gonna start all right i hear y'all uh 
last episode of the week was 1424 racist babies had four comments i will read those now um uh Fuchs says uh when talking about tyrese you guys brought up something i've been thinking about and many others have said men are biggest mis- bigger misandrists than women could ever be men know men aren't shit by how overprotective we are when we have daughters sisters cousins and mothers shit and wives how many men want to control how their wife dress uh where she goes what she wear you know all kinds of shit who she talked to come on dog we tell our female loved ones uh all these preventative measures to protect themselves from the men that uh then when these measures don't work we often blame them or say they didn't do enough instead of holding men accountable when men say how trash men are it's just we know how men are but when women say the same things women are called men haters misandrists feminists pejoratively divisive this that and the third yeah there's a lot of people that say shit like oh you was man bashing it's like okay so tell me what you think about dudes in the dating game and every last dude will be like men be fucked they will fuck you up they gonna cheat on you uh you can't trust them you gotta watch your back i'll be telling my friends that this nigga's fucked up that yeah because you do expect the worst out of men too but somehow because you are a man you're able to like have a cognitive dissonance from it um that that just you know that women aren't because they gotta live under this idea that you never know when a nigga gonna flip right because sometimes people don't want to admit this especially straight women you go well then why are women straight because basically men ain't shit men beat us and kill us and rape us and just do all kind of fuck shit to them and we'll still turn around and love them anyway so you know that's something that you know men don't even consider that in themselves because like you say everybody just assume just men ain't shit and then you know you wonder, hey, why ain't some of these straight women gay if, uh, you know, loving your partner was a quote-unquote choice, sexuality was a choice. Right. Just for protection's sake. Come on. Um, yeah. That's one of the things I always think about when people say, like, I don't, I don't understand how people can marry a white person. I'm like, why would a woman ever marry a man? you like, it's all levels of fucked up. It's all just different levels, you know? Uh miss smart says about what you guys are saying about tie tie and men in general <laughs> there's a hulu show called harlots on the first episode of harlots the woman running out one of the, the woman running one of the sex houses chides her daughter for not agreeing to be a full-time mistress to a rich man she said men don't respect whores they respect property you have to become his property was true then and is today and if men can't get certain women specifically though the most desirable women the easiest and most socially acceptable way to soothe their own tender feelings is to disrespect the woman by sticking her in the whore likely whore category but if a woman exists under the cover of of men father brother boyfriends husbands etc other men back off if they have if they have even a sliver of respect for the men covering the uh man men covering the woman yeah yeah it's uh, definitely still women looked at as property you know and i understand relationships for the most part of of any gender and any orientation there's a level of quote-unquote ownership that we kind of concede about each other period like there's a don't touch my man's beard like i get certain there are boundaries but there's a further line with women where you know we're like a like how there's so many men who are angry at women in general because they don't fuck with them and it's not even that they don't all women don't fuck with them it's the women that they want don't fuck with them so therefore all women ain't shit 
that's essentially you know i'm a nice guy i got a good job what they're saying is like why won't you sell this car to me because you're not talking about a woman as a human being you're not talking about like oh because we're you know i know you so well and so much about you you're talking about women in general that you look a certain way and i got i got the check for that why can't you why can't i buy this car so you just not gonna sell the house to me right you go well it's not for sale what do you mean it's not for sale because i said it's not for sale nigga yeah my credit not good here that's how a lot of niggas sound like my credit ain't no good here. and they go no and like i'm not obligated to to fuck you because you you know you got because you're not the most evil nigga in the world but that is how a lot of people view it and i think societally that's i don't know i'm gonna die and it's gonna be that way i don't think that's ever gonna change but mm-hmm. you know what what can i say i women didn't have the right to vote so long ago so maybe it will change but i just can't see it mm-hmm. and says about the racist baby study i've heard of these studies before and i think the underlying reason they keep doing them is to find a way to excuse racism in adults come on if they can find a way to prove that even babies are racist they can use that to defend racism in society at large as a natural behavior instead of trying to change society and fa- cha- challenge the false concept of race they try to reinforce it with studies like the one you read about the reality is that babies focus on people who look like their parents for cues on how to act so if the parents are racist the babies pick up on nonverbal cues of who they to like and who to hate even if you never say bad things about a certain type of person children will notice how how the parents react to those people with those features and copy them it's an instinct that helps survival because children rely on their parents to survive however it's not a sign that babies are racist Mm-mm. yeah i think i agree with you uh i had somebody on my facebook page try to say that babies was racist and stuff and not and then later on she admitted that she was racist and i was like well yeah of course all racist people think everybody's racist even babies you gotta do better people i don't know how you gotta be my friend but you're racist and you're racist against babies uh d ramsey ph dunn says five stars as always family did you and miss karen hear what wendy williams said about tyrese check out her response on youtube i didn't i didn't go see it myself i just saw the clip that said i mean the caption for the title that says something about she called him gay and i was just like how can this get worse you know wendy williams another person i'm just like how the fuck is how is this possible that a person can be that fucked up and be on tv every day and people be okay with that shit i just don't the world is fucked up man i don't know jeffrey lord got a job all these motherfuckers probably making more money than us i don't i don't know what to tell y'all man we i guess we doing it wrong i don't know just fighting a good fight man i'll just i just hope everybody pay. i just hope everybody that let's them people cook let us cook just don't bother don't come bother me with that shit that's all i ask just don't come bother me you don't fuck with my opinions cool because you ain't say nothing when tyree said it then can you not say nothing when i say the opposite because it don't matter right it's all getting mad about people's opinions that don't matter so then can you just leave mine alone that's all i ask if if it's that fucked up because yeah i'm like that's a thing you can say in 2017 dog you can just be on tv and be like well obviously he's gay and nobody comes in and goes no 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 no, no nigga don't do that that's five to ten nobody okay you must not like money baby yeah it's definitely a different i don't know it's like the memo that hasn't really come for certain black people in certain spaces yet and or like maybe they just put these people on tv and the expectation is just so low because they don't want to put black people that have, that are like oh this person's a really thoughtful 
person that would not go on the air and say some stupid shit like that it's like that person won't get a job i guess you guess you will not or maybe they do and it's just they they don't make the headlines because they don't say the stupid shit you know because my i was watching uh espn the six and jamel and mike on tv you know but Monty's on tv there's a lot of black people on tv but you won't read that kind of story because they normally don't say stupid shit like that you know but yeah wendy williams oh, every day just on your national on tv national tv and she can just be like oh tyrese is gay and everybody's like mm-hmm. and like yeah. this is fucked up what are you doing yeah you're slandering baby yeah not even slandering like it's obviously some level of an insult rather than i mean there's problems with what he said without you having to say he's obviously gay to to get it he's a married man you know as if uh, you can't be a married heterosexual man and still have problematic views on women you know oh it's so weird anyway a lot of men fall in that category so the poll was racist babies yep they totally exist no i don't believe it and come on man they are babies 36% 36% of y'all said, yep, racist babies exist. Ha <laughs> ha! 6% says, no, I don't believe it. And 58% says, come on, man, they are babies! Uh, EVE says, I don't know about the racist babies, but I think there may be racist toddlers. What well, opposed about racist babies, EVE? Now, what did you do? I hope you didn't pick yep, uh, while, while saying that I don't know. Okay? I hope you just said, come on, man, they babies. Uh, I remember when me and the, a bunch of my friends were in the Walmart and NC and we're, and we were all black and there were four of us and the little white girl saw us and said to her mother, where did all these chocolate people come from? Not the chocolate people. The kid couldn't have been more, uh, than two or three. I think that's goddamn adorable. Now, right? she would have said, if she would have said, where did all these niggers, niggers come from? Now, now, okay, baby. That's a racist talk. baby. She might have said chocolate because, you know, the baby mm-hmm. probably just not learning what chocolate is and chocolate is delicious. Right. She associated y'all with delicious, sweet chocolate. And right. You, Hers your kisses. You in here calling the baby racist. That's sad. That's really sad. You really racist against the baby. Why you being so divisive? Hmm? Some of my best friends are babies. That's why I know I'm not racist. <laughs> All right, let's uh, play some voicemails. We got a few uh, this week. Hey, what's up, Rob and Karen? Uh, I just wanted to respond to episode 1421 where you guys were talking about the uh, the Uber driver. Uh, you know, it's interesting because listening to it, I thought you guys were kind of like pranking at first. I thought you were going to like go in defense of the Uber driver and then like switch and say, nah, I'm just kidding. I actually am defending the passenger, but she didn't. Um, because my take on it when I was listening to it, maybe because I couldn't really tell what the race of the Uber driver was, but I could tell somewhere that the girl was, I don't know, black or something. I immediately, my empathy went towards her and I was just thinking, well, why isn't he going to take her to her destination? Like I just immediately started to think about her side of her point of view, her point of view. Um, you know, Uber, drivers or ubers are different than cabs it's not like you know you don't pay any money like you already paid the money and so he already got the money um you have to pay the money up front and so the services were not rendered but the cash was already taken so i didn't hear him say i'm going to refund you the money or i'm going to cancel the trip in fact he said um you're going to still be charged for this and so i just didn't really get that point of view like why didn't he either cancel the trip or I don't know, um, just take her to her destination. He said he felt disrespected. I don't know exactly what happened, you know, um, what led up to him feeling disrespected. 
Um, she was not in the right at all. Um, but, you know, he called her a plot. He called her a Bronx hood rat, bitch, and all this other stuff. I mean, nobody was in the right, but it just didn't seem like it was a clear-cut thing about, you know, her being in the wrong. So anyway, my big thing was, why didn't he cancel the trip? And it didn't seem like she was just this unruly customer. It seemed like she had a little bit of right. Her boyfriend paid for the trip with his credit card. It made sense that he would, you know, that's how Uber's work. Somebody can pay for it. You don't have to be the person. Her phone legitimately could have died. Anyway, I'm just adding my two cents that y'all didn't ask for. But uh, <laughs> I love you guys. Um, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Did we get an edited version of that clip? Was there something else? Yeah, I don't, I mean, it sounds like maybe he saw a different clip than us, or maybe yeah. there's a longer version of the clip, cause it I, might be. like, uh, I think it might have been an eight minute long video, and I can't play all eight minutes on the show, obviously, but, um, from what I saw, the, she got in the car, she was mad that he didn't have a charger for her phone, that he wouldn't let her charge her phone in his car, which is not, uh, something that Uber says, like, oh yeah, you had to let people charge their phones. He said no. He was still willing to take her to her destination. She started freaking out, saying, "I'm gonna accuse you of rape. Uh, my boy, like my boyfriend, gonna beat you up and shit." Like the clip, the part that I saw, um, I was like, "Yeah, obviously she got to get out the car." He stopped and pulled over and says, "Uh, you can get out my car." And she was like, "I won't get out your car." She start, you know, hit the back of his seat like it i don't know what um i honestly don't know how i could take her quote-unquote side of that issue i really don't like because it's uh it wasn't like he said um i'm like just she got in the car and he was just like get the fuck out of my car i'm i'm taking your money and driving off you know because uber also does the app also does have it where you can be like i didn't get this shit was zero stars they didn't take me where i was supposed to be they can look in the gps you can get your money back um so it's not even like she had no recourse if he would have tried to rip her off but it didn't seem like he was trying to rip her off as much as it was like she was being unruly and wild as fuck and he was like you have to get out like no matter how even if he would have started it at the point that you see it in that video that's an untenable situation like y'all aren't gonna just work it out and drive to wherever the location is at that point once somebody's like i'm gonna accuse you of rape call the police it's a wrap like somebody gotta go into the situation like he either he got out the car or she gotta get out the car because that ride was a wrap for me like when i yeah, saw the, she clip. Get the money on the back end like i say i don't i don't know what happened prior to the start of the video like right i've our opinion of just what happened right started the video now for my someone in the chat is saying that after she got out the car he called her a bitch and a thought so obviously yeah he was in the wrong for that obviously he was in the wrong for that even if um she said a whole bunch of sideways shit i still understand that you a person you human motherfucker just said i'm gonna accuse you of rape and all this shit The, the yeah your professional self might not be flowing at the time um i i don't know that you know i i like i'm not a kind of person that would praise some shit like that but i understand uh at that point it had been eight minutes and things have been said and threats have been made and all this shit um but you're the one that's on the clock technically you're the one that needs to be professional i Mm -hmm. wouldn't be surprised if uber would have got rid of dude uh for that shit regardless of what she said come on 
just drive off right if, if it's that big of a problem not professional you know but uh yeah i like i said we only saw a small clip of it um if there was more um if there was more to it we just didn't see it so that's all yeah and uh and if i i guess if i would have seen the part where he was calling out her name then i probably would have felt differently about it and that must have been like said later on the clip yeah and i'm not watching eight minutes of that shit like it was just like to be honest i don't really like watching um black women like show the fuck out in like viral videos and shit and i do recognize that it's a thing within me like it's mm-hmm. not there's nothing wrong with showing the fuck out there's nothing there's nothing wrong with putting like getting in a fight if you want to i just i don't know there's something very voyeuristic about this like look how angry this black woman is look how violent this black woman is look it's two black people fighting you know some about it for me just i can't really glorify that shit um and it's hard for me to really like absorb that kind of shit to be honest but um like i said i i clearly just missed that part of the video and if that's what happened that's fucked up and uh yeah he should be reprimanded as well it's Mm -hmm. just the same thing as when that dude punched that woman that was acting crazy on the bus in cleveland a lot of people thought he was some type of fucking hero he was not but i'm like you still at work dog even with this person acting stupid end of the day you at work you were in no danger at this point just get you know your responsibility is to the safety of the passengers and yourself she needed to get out of the situation just take the keys walk off the bus or call the police and wait whatever you got to do but end of the day it's not about vigilante justice at this moment and you're gonna get in trouble if you do and he got fired so maybe this uber dude lost his job i, I have no idea um right, yeah, but thank you for calling in because i didn't know all this mm-mm. karen i'm sorry i didn't cut y'all mm-mm-mm. and and i think too when you were saying, uh, yeah, because to an extent, I'm like that, too. I know black women aren't perfect. I know we're flawed. I know we got issues and problems, just like any other group. But there are certain videos that I just don't click on. I don't click on particularly women, uh, I mean, videos where uh, women are getting beat, um, like men just punching women and socking women, and everybody thinking it's kudos and funny. I'm not even going to lie. That's my line. Everybody, I, I don't think that shit is funny. A dude just clocking a woman out. I don't, I don't got no motherfucking jokes for you on that one. I, I just don't. Um, um, everybody's lines are, is in different spots and different places. And for me personally, that's my line. All right. Um, all right. Let's uh, go back to. But thank you. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you so much thank for you, that. Baby. And yeah, it's not about, oh, we don't want your two cents. Look, we didn't know that shit. Thank you. Like, I don't want to be out here being like. <laughs> being ignorant yeah i don't want to be out here being ignorant like she absolutely wasn't right to be like i'm gonna tell people you rape me and no, she wasn't. all that sh- that was absolutely fucked up and wrong and you know even within the system of uber you have recourses as well to get your money back get mm. you another ride and shit she was stuck in a horrible situation because her phone was dead so she couldn't even call her man or whatever but i don't know it's like i guess you just gotta get wait till you get to your, wherever your destination is and hope they can charge it or something but yeah i mean that that that's that's a situation where it seemed like everybody was wrong so um yeah and i just didn't see the whole video but if i would have seen that shit fuck him too because that's that's still wrong all right voicemail next voicemail this was long it's like I five will. minutes Hi, good evening um it's your listener from the uk again uh hope you're doing well today so, I listened to your 
Gorilla uh, Gorilla podcast today. Well, the title of the, the podcast. Um, oh, that fired me up. Something rotten. More in particular for the John Ridley segment. Oh, the in the words of what the coonery mm. was just palatable. It was disgusting. Now I had to stop myself and say, okay, well, let me go and do my own research. Let me go and find the own articles for myself before I get fired up or before I even try and think of maybe even tweeting the strong Ridley guy. Um I'll probably should say that's a bit disrespectful especially as he's a um, you know, uh, you know, heavily deep writer in terms of film, but uh, I had actually read for myself just just to make sure I keep myself up from the actual situation. And for what you know, for what Rod read, uh, it, it pretty much matched up to the online articles that I found. One in particular uh, online article that I found was from the Sun, where the writer specifically racially twisted the words that they could put out there on the internet say the activists were aggressive. They reduced Frida to tears. Oh, woe is her. The actual fuck. This is about the Black Panthers, as far as I'm aware. Where was Indian people? Now, maybe as ignorance on my behalf, but one thing I will say is, if this piece, this 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 short films or film film series, is meant to be about the Black Panthers, hence the title, in, hence what's involved in this, the Black Panthers itself, then why should there be an Indian League? Something that should be specifically black is not being made black because of such a weak and shitty point that's been put across by Mr. Ridley because my fiance, my wife, is of other race to me. What utter shit... Are the black men in this world are becoming so fucking weak. It's disgusting. Slowly but surely, it's just getting worse. And it's now got to a point where I'm actually impressed and I'm actually happy that there's thugs out there and there's people, you know, not not to toot you know, my own horn, but people like me as well, where I will say to whoever the f- it is, this is my stance on on how I see the world. No, I don't agree with you. I don't give a shit how you see me. Oh, is that how you see me? Then please explain in great detail why you don't like what I have to say or why I conduct myself in a certain way. I can see how Mr. Lee can can get to his you know his point in terms of why he went into the film in, in, or the miniseries in the way he did. Fine, right? That is that, that is fine, but it, it's not even but. It's disgusting to know that you can dilute it like this and feel that it's okay. That's what's disgusting about it is something that is specifically black, but you're too scared to continue and push through the whole thing where it should be black. But then again, the question I asked myself while I was reading online articles was, what or who 
pushed him in the direction to say, actually, no, the league can't be black and any black people that is involved, they've got to seem a bit more below everybody else. So that's the question, literally, that I got to as I was reading halfway through the Sun article. Um, it's a it's a UK lowbrow newspaper which was heavily just biased and against black people mm. and Asian people through the early 70s and 80s, especially the Brixton riots. And they're still continuing the same trait, but just in a very covert, sneaky white way. Anyway, but as I was reading through that article, that's when I stopped and asked myself, why would he do that? If he's written films like Undercover Brother, where, well, you know, it is black, you've got Eddie Griffin in it. <laughs> what happened where now he's had to change or he's chosen to write this film in this way? Over to you. Oh, all right. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if anything had to happen. I mean, uh, a lot of brothers do that. Like, they get on, they leave the people behind, they got them where they at. You know, brothers have issues too. I know him and Steve McQueen got into it over 12 years of slave and shit, uh, rumored allegedly. Um, I don't know, man. You know, I just think it's easy for people to, once again, opt out. You know, it's just easy to be like, I have to be historically accurate with these black characters as long as they men. Then you get to a woman, you're like, why couldn't a, why does it have to be a black woman? It's like, well, you would never ask that question. Um, you would never ask that question. You know, you, you went and cast Babu Cisse on purpose. You went and cast Idris Elba on purpose. You know, like you, so you cast this woman on purpose. And then the second someone brings up, like, yo, you compromised the vision of what this show should have been and what this period of time really was. And then he starts crying, talking about, I'm married to a Indian woman. It's like, dude, you put yourself on that summer jam screen. That is nobody's fault but your own, bruh. Like, I can't feel sorry for you for doing some shit like that. You know, I'm sorry, but, you know, I I refuse to be like, oh, well, I guess it's okay since he's crying. It's not okay. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way, I wouldn't, like, if uh, Tommy Lauren just did an interview and she started crying and got emotional about the fact she got fired for being pro-life, I mean, pro-choice. Yeah, dog, I'm not crying for you, dog. I'm sorry. But you, you like just because you sad about it, you made your bed. You have to line this. You didn't cry when you cashed them checks. You didn't cry when you got the right the green light the story. You didn't cry when they picked you as director. You didn't cry when you did the casting. Now that it's fucked up and you pissed off so many people, now you want to cry. Nah, man. People need to start. If you really want black women to support your shit, if you really want black people to support your shit, you got to start thinking about us way before you get to the final product. Come on. People can tell when there's no love and care put into the the, the making of the food, dog. And when you didn't ask us our opinion on shit. Right. It's like you make a delicious fucking meal and then I show up and I'm like, and you like, so, uh, I know you don't eat meat. It's like, whoa, bro. That, like, that's a major deal. You know, I know you got a peanut allergy, but I made this anyway. And like, yeah, I can't eat it. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? We had an impasse here. I don't, I'm not going to pretend that I can eat your shit the same way you shouldn't pretend. Don't start crying talking about, but I baked it so well. I took so long to bake it. Don't care. You clearly did. You clearly didn't give a fuck until just now. 
Yeah, he got the same response white women tears get. He just didn't know how to handle it. He started crying, and black woman was like, "Nigga, we not move. You do? Do you know how many people cried because we have called him out on shit, and we just go, are you finished? Are you done? And we just keep it trucking? Because a lot of people been crying their whole life. They ain't got time for that shit. Like, right? You never get shit done. Right? That shit here's, just here's a handkerchief. Off. Dry your tears up, bitch. We got the. Okay, you still didn't answer my question. All right, dry your tears. Quit crying. Right. Wipe the slob off your face. Wipe the snot out your nose. All right. Get, get yourself together. You finished now? Okay. You still didn't ask my question. Right. Answer the fucking question then. Right. Now, now, and that's because you know why? Because that the answer to that question is fuck. He don't want to say the answer to that question right good i wasn't thinking about y'all and i really didn't give a fuck at the time i was thinking more about my wife and that i wanted to see that relationship more than i wanted to see an accurate story told on the screen that's the that's the truth and indirectly that's what you told us and then got mad because we go that's some bullshit right yeah like that's the truth you don't want nobody to be mad though but you can't you can't make you know what you can't fuck up and then be like i'm i don't want nobody to be hurt uh that's the problem then isn't it yeah because somebody's gonna be hurt oh i'm sorry go ahead no problem oh and before i forget i did uh i I remember that we was talking about the taxi driver on the previous call i heard some of what that man said mr spin he chopped the clip up and i heard some of that in a yeah fuck that nigga oh so you did know karen just sitting in here got me looking stupid no 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 but but no 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 sold me out to the white man (laughs) No, but I heard it after we had did our show. Oh, okay. If that makes sense, like yeah, yeah, we that had makes already sense. did our show, and then I listened to him later on. So I didn't think I didn't think about it anymore because we had already recorded. Yeah, I didn't even think to listen to eight minutes of that. I can't. I'm sorry, I cannot watch eight minutes of somebody being that fucking angry without like I just can't like because especially thinking that they was just gonna mock it on some like see this was wrong with black women and shit. So I was like, let me just step away but uh yeah if i heard the end of that clip where he said some shit like that yeah fuck him too dog right they both wrong and people had to realize you got a situation with everybody wrong everybody think everybody gotta be right it's gotta be a right and wrong not nah, sometimes all parties can be wrong yeah good evening uh it's me again uh, i apologize for calling again and you know you know the the, the voice for everybody else and i apologize and i apologize for that i i am i am Genuinely, oh, I am so annoyed by this Ridley guy. But just thinking about this is, oh my, it's it's, it's not nice. It, it, it really is that. Oh, the the disgustingness of just etching out. Any black person who should be the lead of that, or just it being predominantly black, is just no, no. It's best I write some slavery films and and some funny films about black people and funny predicaments or really bad predicaments. And no, no, no. Well, I've got a chance to write a powerful film and and actually slowly or give some black people in this world, you know, something to look at and say, you know, yeah, I, you know, another struggle once. Again, stereotypical. People have made it out the other end. No, 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 no. You can't do that. Fuck this Fuck this guy. Literally, he kiss my ass. Literally, this guy can kiss my ass. Fuck him. I, I dislike him for what he 
he has done. I don't like him in general, dislike him in general. I just dislike him for what he has chosen to do. And his bollocks excuse for why he's chosen to do what he's done. My gosh, yep. Yep, yep. Great stuff. Okay, thank you. I apologize for taking up the time. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> I think it took him all seven minutes and 19 seconds to arrive to just fuck John Ridley. I think that's what we were listening to. Because I yeah. was like, where is this going? Like, you've explained, we get why it's fucked up. But I think he process, right? was, he was talking like, himself into being yeah, like, I had to fuck go online, John. I had to check. I had to verify. And I know you was mad, baby, but I ain't even gonna lie. It was so cute the way you were talking. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to get his way to, like, he's like, this frustrated. I just don't understand. I, like, he was looking for every reason to be like, maybe it was something I just don't get. He was he, mad. He was like, nah, man, you could have saved us really about six minutes and just hit us with fuck John Ridley as a three-second message. I would have been like, like, I mm-hmm, get it. Yep, mm-hmm, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yep, I got you, Because you from over there. You from over there, so right. you probably know it better than us. Come on, dog. Like, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, got two more voicemails. Hey, hey, what's going on, uh, Rod Inc.? <laughs> it's your boy, the KC Stork. KC Stork. I know it's been a minute, but uh seen you guys on Facebook, on Twitter, seen y'all was on uh, Revolt TV. Just want to send a big-ass salute and congrats to both you motherfuckers, man. Uh, I wasn't in the beginning, but I've been here. I've been here when Rod had a job. Folks <laughs> don't know that. And he used to work for the white man. When Rod had a job, got laid off. You know what I'm saying? And that was for the best of the black guy who tips community because Karen, being that strong black woman she always been, had that nigga's back, gave him that pat and said, hey, we're going to do this. Uh, I was, uh, I had even had to go back and listen to when, when Ron was talking about how y'all was playing uh, the BET uh, slow jams in the background and y'all talked over it. But anyway, man, just wanted to call in. I know it's been a minute. It's probably been a year since I called into the show. Uh, but I'm out here. I'm still listening. I still put my $15,000 a month to get that premium, uh, even though I can't listen to all that shit because of school and kids. I got five of them. So y'all still don't get my $15,000 even if I'm not listening to all the shows y'all put out. But, yeah, just want to say, man, big up to y'all, man. I think it was shit. When I first started listening, man, just really got into to listen to you guys. I want you guys to blow up. But I know with that comes, you know, if you get on a radio show or you come to go to a different network and you get bigger and better, you kind of lose your brain, you lose control. So I'm so happy that you guys stay focused, kept control of your brain, kept control of the black guy who tips, and just continue to put out a quality product that people can tune in and listen to. Oh, let me check my time. You close to that three minutes. But, yeah, man, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, guys, I want specific to Rob, but, yeah, guys, really proud of y'all. Definitely want to give y'all these roses while y'all still out there, let y'all know that, you know, I appreciate it, we appreciate it. Keep grinding, keep striving. And I know y'all gonna keep just doing bigger and better things for your podcast. And on top of that, y'all inspired me to go, you know, me and my homeboy to do our own podcast. I'm gonna say the name because just much like Rod, uh, yeah, I don't self promote on someone else's shit. But just letting know that y'all out here, y'all pushing people to do bigger and better things, whether it be podcasts, whether it be other things in their life, whether it be just getting to the daily grinds of this fucking existence here in this world. Y'all doing big things. Love you guys keep putting out the podcast and uh yeah i'm gonna keep listening casey's 
oh man thank, thank you you baby it means a lot man we definitely came a long way uh and uh i just only thing i would push back on is karen is not a strong black woman <laughs> okay you guys ever what try to I did? you ever try to get her to lift something to move around the house or Mm-mm. you know carry carry the heavy things from the bags and Mm-mm. the groceries it's not gonna happen Mm-mm. it's that's, not gonna that's, happen that's that's when patriarchy is at a disadvantage that's your job nigga. yeah all that strong black woman stuff it's not true Mm-mm. okay you, you you can handle all that she's a very very weak fragile <laughs> black woman <laughs> that has some hip issues okay arthritis my hips do be her and i ain't gonna lie she's dealing with arthritis you know i have that the waitress and stuff it's uh yeah so that's definitely one trope you, we can kill right now she's <laughs> a very feeble black woman okay all right next voicemail <laughs> oh yeah casey's throw back at you yeah like when i used to call back in the day <laughs> back to back uh yeah on the premium side or maybe it might be just uh for this regular show Definitely looking to for uh, you, Rod, and also Karen, if you watch the show, to give some uh, reviews as far as the expanse and also uh, 13 reasons why. Really looking forward to hearing the feedback on that show. Uh, and now, that new Kendrick drop, so definitely looking to down the line hear what you guys think about that. Um, yeah, I already said what I had to say on the uh, previous voicemail. Once again, man, love you guys. Love what you do for the community as far as just black love, black relationships, uh, but just relationships in general and how y'all teach people just to, you know, stand up for yourself and just, you know, no matter what, be yourself, man. So, once again, Casey Stork out. Love y'all. Holla at y'all. Peace. 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 Baby, you take care of them five kids. We thank you for sacrificing. <coughs> Absolutely, man. <coughs> and uh, I'll try to see if i can get chris maybe to do a review of the expanse because i think him and me are the only two people watching that shit and then uh i'll see if uh i don't know if, I'm, if I, I haven't watched 13 reasons yet i'm scared of uh 13 reasons um Uh-oh. i heard that uh uh you know it's it's like really emotional and all this shit too and i don't know i'm, I'm a, i'll see about 13 reasons i'm so behind on other shit that i actually do want to watch that uh we'll see um because i ugh, go lord knows i'm behind on everything i'm nine episodes behind on scandal y'all I, I don't know what i'm gonna do how i'm gonna catch up anyway all right let's get to uh the emails and we'll wrap this up okay we've been here for a while and we gotta go see fast furious today Woo-hoo! uh steven writes in dear rod and karen uh it's called photoshop history history dear rod and karen youngsters don't know history that's in quotes photoshop was introduced in 1990 i retouched photos manually in my dark room old school misogyny karen enjoy jamaica thank you thanks man uh let's see what else we got here um okay uh we got one from andrea who says um hey rod and karen first time long time <laughs> well <laughs> i've been wrestling with this notion of the black autist being a quote-unquote safe space while i agree that no place or person can ever truly be safe shit i'm not even safe with my own thoughts at times there's a sense of comfort and yes safety i feel while listening in as a black ass lesbian woke ass child of immigrant parents it is more common than not that i find myself on the edge just moving through this fuck the fucked up world the black autist provides a respite from my constant state of preparedness waiting for the other shoe to drop for someone to expose their schisms 
when listening to your amazing podcast i could take a breath and get my whole fucking life no holes barred for that i am forever grateful thank you for your support your talents your understanding of and your blackity blackness uh, <laughs> yeah above all thank you for be for taking the edge off like a fine dark liquor best andrea from new york son oh you from new york oh that's what i'm talking about pop off pop off pop off then i'm from new york son i'm from new york what's really good son i'm from brooklyn <laughs> i'm from brooklyn son i'm from new york what's really good son i don't play no games yo um, oh that's sweet baby yeah. i am too but i'm i've been down here so long i'm just as uh, the, the country as they come uh and uh yeah man i like i wouldn't i don't think i get to say that i don't think we get to say that we're a safe space and shit i i I find it really weird when people promote themselves as safe and shit i just feel like everybody trying to be something maybe not even everybody but some people are trying to be like i want to be a place where a whole lot of different people can get fed or at least feel welcome to a certain extent right humanity is messy i'm not perfect people not gonna mingle and interact perfectly we're not gonna say everything perfect we don't have degrees in this shit we don't mm-hmm. like we just talking and giving our opinion and how much weight people put on that is kind of up to them but um you know i think the number one thing that we got going for us is that we're honest and we're, we're doing do an honest show um and like i said i hope that us being considerate of other people um and consider it to ourselves i hope it just kind of affects the whole community and a lot of people that listen and people can bring their best selves to it and that people have trust for in us that you know like because you know one of the things i see now when you see like comedy and stand up and shit get taken kind of almost out of context um one of the things that makes me realize is like any joke can be spun into like this was this was what they said y'all like i could definitely see somebody doing something like that even with a podcast and people just running with it because they're not gonna listen Mm -hmm. or you can take a clip or something said sarcastic and be like look what they really think all kinds of shit you know you could just listen to something not allow for jokes not allow for sarcasm not allow for a lot of stuff and i really appreciate the the people who listen more Mm -hmm. than than anything else because it is kind of like y'all um y'all make us feel safe enough to be ourselves and safe enough to challenge ourselves and to grow you know you shouldn't be saying the same shit in my opinion strength isn't saying the same shit for seven years come on you know it's just I've not grown a lot it's a lot of phrases and terms and words but at first i was like what the fuck is this yeah i don't think that's strength i think a lot of people pride themselves on like you know i'm never learning anything beyond what i know it's like some people will gravitate towards that but uh i, I hope i don't i don't want to be that kind of person mm-hmm. i desire to be challenged and think about being challenged it's painful to be challenged yeah i'm not even saying i desire to be challenged i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you i don't like that shit but at the good. same time i understand right you know what i mean like sometimes it's worth it not all the time some motherfuckers right up here about some stupid silly ass shit that we've already talked about and don't feel like being i'm talking about for a right. hundred times i'm not talking about them people so no. you know I, i'll just i don't really like it to be honest but i understand man and i'd rather get it right than or at least had an option to get it right than to just keep spewing ignorance you know smelling my own shit like i'm the greatest person in the world when i'm not you know um let's kick the horse one more time leonardo leo writes in okay uh 
dear karen and hubby in all of this kendrick lamar stuff i might be the only one that's not surprised by the lyric from the new song humble okay let's stop you right there ain't nobody surprised i'm shocked that anybody felt the need to elevate that line to some like it's empowering to women it felt more like no that's his preference this nobody's preference in my opinion is really empowering it's just your preference if you tell it to the public then you just told your preference to the public that's all that happened you know you're one person with one dick you you know what are you gonna do anyway sorry kendrick been on that bullshit for years please check out the song no makeup by him oh yeah i know no makeup yeah uh the one where he's uh well he does a verse like two times and the first time it's just like he he wants her to take down her guard take off her makeup and hang out with him um and and like because he feels like her makeup is almost like covering up who she really is from who from you know from him from him too and he just wants to go out drive and hang out and no makeup no nothing just come be your natural free self with me first verse second verse um he kind of goes back through that but it's through her eyes and she's being like i i wear this makeup for more than just the fact that uh i'm trying to look beautiful i wear this makeup to hide the fact that i got uh i have a black eye from some dude that's like being abusive to me or from the fact that you know um kind of metaphorically i'm hiding my scars from you like you couldn't i don't think you could handle the fact that i'm damaged uh as a woman you know and and it ends abruptly there was like that it that she had a black eye to be continued 11 Mm -hmm. um so that's you know to me that's um yeah i i mean you know i I, yes i know that song is what i'm trying to say Mm -hmm. uh let me see uh because i think i can look up um i think i can look up because it's on um section 80 Mm mm-hmm uh, and I'm trying to see what I kind of remember what chapter 11 what 11 was because he said to be continued oh and then number 11 was Keisha's song right uh, which was a song about um, a girl who essentially is forced into sex work and shit like that mm-hmm. um, so it, yeah it was a deep ass song it was a deep ass narrative for me you know anyway please check out the song No Makeup by him he clearly started his position what kind of woman he likes in that song uh, stated his position what kind of woman he likes in that song i personally don't agree and ain't fighting no battles for that man in the song he's talking about how he loves a woman women who are natural and then the woman he's talking about comes back in the end and says she was beat up and that's why she needs to make up but but shit super hotel i use as usual i love you to keep them fire keep that fire coming yeah i don't even know if that song is super hotel to be honest with you mm-hmm in my opinion it's not like for not the compared pe- to some of his other stuff now for the people that really do have hope in that dude i don't i mean let me look at these lyrics but for the people that have hope in him that maybe he'll develop and pass something yeah, i don't think he is because even with my personal opinion even with that particular song when he's he's not he's not really talking about you know he's talking about a black woman but he don't really get into detail detail details you know even when her talking about her perspective 
you know he might maybe talking about her skin is dark or something like that but i don't think he going to do this is just his sexual preference which is in my opinion is completely different in my opinion yeah than the than this because he go he leaves that song then he breaks off into keisha's song and when he breaks off into keisha's song uh um that song is about a girl and it talks about her lifestyle yeah. on the street if anything and, oh, go, oh i'm sorry no no, no, no i didn't mean that. Hold no problem ahead. and it talks about her lifestyle on the street and the things that she did with on the street and i tell you that could be a lot of women of color and so it's it to me it's not the same when he was talking about uh basically he like uh natural women and and, and the thing is he might even have had his preferences in this, but 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 the two but the two things are completely different. This he's talking about how him he wants out your woman a natural woman and how he still has sex with you on your mama's couch. Women are like that's that shit not empowering. Yeah, I'm. I think we're yeah we're talking about two different things, right? Um, and I want to read the lyrics to this because I think it's important. I don't mind, like I said, be critical of people, go in on them. Correct. I think it matters the what is being said like if we're gonna go in this to me this isn't the spot to say i think he has other shit he said that's more hotel than this shit me too uh i don't find this to be hotel i think in a um relationship um you this okay like there are people that are like i don't wait i don't want to date a woman that that wears a lot of makeup that's fine like is that are we at the point where it's like you can't believe that for yourself i don't want you just espousing that as these women don't value themselves and telling people a bunch of extra shit that has nothing to do with your preference you know what i mean if you don't want to date people that um are too skinny quote unquote that's just your preference it doesn't you don't then get to go out and then extrapolate on the all women y'all out here trying to be skinny and that's what's wrong with y'all that's that's where i think it gets lost and that's where the pushback comes from right but here's the lyrics to this i love the way you put it on your eyes the roses on your face light up the sky those lips are colorful all of the time and girl that's fine but i want to know do you mind no makeup today so it's a question even it's not like take your makeup off or i don't i'm not i'm not okay with you ever wearing makeup he's like that's fine like you 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 know i love your makeup i love the way you look in your makeup and that's fine but for today could you take your makeup off and let's just kick it uh and he says i want to know do you mind no makeup today do you mind taking it off he says i know she about to ask me how she looked i tell her beautiful and how long it took for you to put it on it was early in the morning she resembled a model out of a macbook so in that case uh he like when she's asking how do i look i think he feels like she's also kind of asking like um like out of a place where he feels like it's a little bit of insecurity it's a little bit of approval she's asking from him and he wants her to know like you don't got to do all that shit for me like if if it's for me don't then don't then i want you to know you don't have to and and if 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 anything if you want to go out today uh is is it okay if, if you go out and there's no makeup and we just kick it without today it wasn't even like ever or anything uh anyway concentrating on the way her eyeliner thickens i stand behind her and try to figure her vision her prettiness the wittiness of colors in her skin tone her complexion in a direction i've outgrown damn girl why so much you about to blow your cover when you cover up don't you know your imperfections is a wonderful blessing from heaven is where you got it from i love your smile you can do it without style from the lips all the way to your eyebrows it's the beauty in her but when the makeup occur i don't see it all i see is a blur 
so in his mind this is it's too much makeup it's too like this uh it feels like you're covering up yourself for me once again your opinion your relationship you don't gotta you don't have to do that shit you know ain't ain't uh i don't extrapolate it into him then saying all women wearing makeup are you know whatever um then it gets to the second verse which is i know she about to ask me how she looked i tell her beautiful how long it took for you to put it on it was early in the morning she resembled a model out of a macbook and then she the woman starts speaking um the lines concentrating on the way my eyeliner thickens he stands behind me and try to figure her vision of prettiness the wittiness the colors of my skin tone my complexion in the direction i've outgrown i feel like it's not enough i can never put on too much makeup yeah i know your imperfections i be constantly stressing from him is where i get it from so i think she's like i'm getting my insecurity from men and like it's not like to me this was kind of brilliant because like he took a step and he gave the male like i don't know what's going on in your mind this is how i feel about it like why don't you just take this shit off i don't understand it's too, it's too much what the fuck is where is this coming from you you don't need this da, da. and then you have this woman that's like well actually it's deeper than that like it, these beauty standards all this shit this is not just me making this shit up um so uh he says um they tell me i need to smile at least once in a while i hate my lips my nose and my eyebrows it's the beauty in me but what he don't see is that i had a black in this eye to be continued 11 so in that case um she's saying these scars are deeper than that like it's not like this song is not about don't wear makeup it's Mm-mm. i think that's a very superficial way to view it but i don't think it's a song about i don't like women who wear makeup and then like i said if you go into keisha's um song um you'll see that the song like this particular girl that he's telling the song about um is like she has a very tragic troubled life Mm -hmm. and it's not a narrative of and women y'all need to do better it's a life is fucked up for this woman and i care for this woman but there's a reason we're not like i can't get all the way through to her because her life is so filled with pain and shit she's not sharing this with me um so yeah um and lord knows she's beautiful lord knows the usuals leaving the body sore she taking the little change she make she make the fix her nail cuticles lipstick is suitable to make you fiend for more she play mr shakur that's her favorite rapper bumping brenda's got a baby while a pervert yelling at her she capture features of a woman she only 17 the seven car star honking she started running like flow joe don't care if the joe if they joe blow if they got money to blow a blow job is a sure go and sure enough don't see a dime of dirty dollars she give all to her daddy she don't know her father that's it that's ironic see a block away from latest park is i seen the el camino park in the in her heart she hated there but in her mind she made it where nothing really matters so she hit the back seat rosa parks never a factor when she making ends meet um and then second verse and lord knows she be, basically she's a prostitute and she's only 17 um she's getting pimped out she don't even have money uh and lord knows she's beautiful lord knows the usuals leaving the body sore her anatomy is god's temple is quite simple her castle is about to be destroyed she's always paranoid watching the law inside the streets undercover the dummies look like decoys remember the ser- sergeant let her slide said if he's seen what's between her thighs he compromised to no surprise she took the ultimatum around the alleyway and gave him a warm welcome to feel him right below the navel so basically 
she blew this police officer because he was going to arrest her for prostitution and he told her unless you suck my dick you going to jail so of course she did it because that's what most people would do in that situation though he was wired up like a pair of jumper cables his eyes was closed shut prior charges he had waved them it was a block away from Ludus park i seen the squad car parked in her heart he she hated there but in her mind she made it where nothing really mattered so she hit the back seat because rosa park park never a fat factor when she topping off police and i think when he's talking about in her mind she made it where it's like her this shit is so fucked up that she's had to basically check out like how people say go to their happy place you know repress shit she's had to do that keep in mind this is the same woman he's talking about in the, he wants to be in this relation he's in this relationship with her and he wants to like go and uh have her take off her makeup and come hang out with him so he really wants to show how much he appreciates her and she's like if you knew how fucked up i was you wouldn't so that's the make what the makeup's for you do, you're not ready for that um, which I think is an amazing self-reflective look at your, at, at manhood even and himself, which is you say you want all this shit. You're not really, you don't really want that shit. A lot of men don't. Yeah. Anyway, and Lord knows she's beautiful. She knows, Lord knows the usual is leaving the body sore. She busts down like a 12 bunk on a tour. She suddenly realized she'll never escape the allure of the black man, white man needs satisfaction. At first it became a practice, but now she's numb to it. Sometimes she wonder if she can do it like nuns do it you know start over basically but she never heard a catholic religion or sinner's redemption that sounds foolish and you can blame it on her mother for letting her boyfriend slide candy under her cover 10 months before she was she was 10 he moved in and that's when he touched her this motherfucker is the fucking reason why keisha rushing through that block away from luda park cena el camino park in her heart she made hate it there but in her mind she made it where nothing really matters so she hit the back seat Cause she and caught a knife inside the bladder left her dead raped in the street keisha song um so in that in that instance he's talking like men are the are the enemy in this song like this isn't women why are you wearing makeup this is to me this isn't hotel this this is not and it's not even a cautionary song of like um you know uh, uh look at all these mistakes she made you know what i mean it's more like men are fucked up men are evil look what you destroyed they destroyed this woman they used her till there was nothing left um and there's like you know there's nothing that can be done to uh to stop men that's like most men believe most like like uh who jeremy said most men are misandrists because they really do think men are the worst they just couch it in but women need to do such and such um now that being said still is still kendrick it doesn't make him not a hotel it doesn't make him not um pro- like it doesn't mean he's so like this intersectional progressive type he not that dude no, i wish not. people would stop trying to paint him in that light right i feel like this song is very self-reflective but it's also just a story that he told um mm-hmm. and matter of fact uh, hold on. I think he actually said, yeah, my, my little sister 11, I looked her right in the face the day that I wrote the song, set her down and press play. So even in this song, it's still the like, um, you know, like you need to hear this because this is how fucked up men are. But I'm telling you through this song, uh, cause the only thing you can tell a woman is to avoid men. You know, like that's the only fucking advice we have for 
little girls and shit is like men ain't never gonna change so here's what you gotta do avoid them niggas at all costs right and then when you do quote unquote and this and, and quote unquote, by some people quote unquote men um decision decide quote unquote that you go well i'm gonna heed your warning and i'm not gonna fuck with men no more i i'm a lesbian right they get mad at you like you're still the problem right I, you can't win either way right I, I i don't know look the main thing i think a lot of guys just gotta stop putting their opinions out there like there's some type of fucking like like we like we know what we're talking about and we and women should know what we to do because we say so we we don't know there's always some dude that's into the shit you say you're not into right there's always some double talking ass like i don't like a hoe but then they don't like a girl that don't fuck they don't like niggas don't like anything you know just leave it alone man it's not that important you know um yeah this is not that important man i know there's certain like if you don't like certain things get with a woman that don't like them things you know oh i don't like somebody wears a whole lot of makeup i don't know there's women that don't wear a lot of makeup you can fucking a lot of date them why are you so mad at the women that do trying to make them take it off like nigga you not that special come on because you can afford the price come on trina says hey rod and karen i found your podcast by googling black podcasts after these people voted their man into the white house this past november i was i was a i was a determined to find more black voices and find your show has been cheesy grits and cajun shrimp to my soul on the episode fourteen nineteen, the final recap of the walking dead it was assumed that gregory made it to simon at the outpost to complain about his diminishing authority at the hilltop however negan is surprised when he sees that maggie is there so i don't think gregory has made it to the outpost yet or at least met with simon at this point both of those could be true uh it's also possible he met with him and just didn't tell him about maggie that's you know because i mean simon would probably i mean you gotta think gregory might be in just as much trouble if he starts talking about oh yeah um maggie is here she's alive i've been hiding her daryl's alive i've been hiding him so he could technically be just in just as much trouble for keeping them secrets until it just didn't work out for him yeah or i don't know or he might be dead you mean they just killed him before that he even said anything yeah I mean, maybe I mean, that, I mean, that that I mean, was. I mean, I mean, I mean okay. he might be dead as far as he came. He told him, and he was like, "I can't have you around here talking." But he would know that Maggie is alive if he killed him. Like, assuming that he yeah. met with him. So I just think either yeah, Negan might not know, but uh, what you call it would. But si- I don't think Simon knew either, because remember he said it to Simon. He's like, "The widow's alive, guns are blazing. Ah, okay. You taste that? That's the taste of shit." Like, okay, or he might not even made it to the location. Like something may have happened on the trip there. What? possibly possibly okay. my thing is maybe he made it and just didn't tell him everything okay because some him. of that shit makes him look bad and gregory's the type of whimpering ass coward that wouldn't tell you that part yeah, they told him bits and pieces yeah, yeah. oh okay, they just okay, with you, you know y'all need to take care of this for me they getting out of line they plotting against y'all uh what about this part where you hid daryl and maggie from us uh I'm not, i don't know what you're talking about lastly shut the hell up tyrese and stop fetishizing your wife i know in my spirit the men defending tyrese are also fans of future who chose sierra being a woman can help put can't you can't help but notice how many men love vagina but hate women come on anywho i love y'all that girl trina p.s sorry for all the food references i'm waiting for my direct deposit so i can go to grocery shopping (laughs) pss i love gummies buy haribo gummy bears but haribo gummy bears are the worst well, we had a lot of other things than just gummy bears. So Shiny hooked us up. Oh, that was so good. 
dr whom hey tbgwt fam thanks for all that you do and provide us your content is consistently great and some occasions has made me rethink my stance on some issues i've been digesting the lovey situation all week i agree and think that lovey did herself no favors by not naming names and posting a blog post analogous to a subtweet one thing that kept uh, i kept reading in the comments is the fact that she is nigerian using that fact as a part of an attack it just feels very weird to me i thought we were all black and since black people are not a monolith we can have diverse backgrounds and still be black in america right it just feels like a different way to black check and continue to other and other black diaspora I, and and i'm a, and my, i'm telling you right now for uh a lot of people that's not true like i i feel you on that one but for a lot of people they like the very first thing, because she, she black-checked in her comments. Right. So With when the light she, skin Right, when the she started stuff. black-checking, it was like, bitch, you ain't from here. And then that's where the stuff from her being from Nigeria and all that stuff came is because she started off in her initial comments with black-check and then was like, I said what I said. It was like, okay, well, bitch, you ain't from here. See, that's the problem, too, is we can't afford humanity to just one side of an argument i find i mean i have empathy for for lovey for the situation for like i said your stars rising people talking about you now in a way that they weren't people probably coming at you in a way that they weren't you probably saw some shit said about you you didn't like all that stuff but now your private personal grudges can't be made public grudges because most of the time if you don't dot your eyes eyes and cross your t's you're gonna get roasted off of it um and so all that to say when you start the black checking you i can't then turn to the people that come back and be like well motherfucker you're not even from here and you're making this living off of the shit in our country with racism here that you said you claim to not understand at one point you can't just do that while dissing us and i'm going to stop being quote-unquote nice about it and polite about it and diss you back that i understand that mentality i you can't afford her the humanity of saying that's fucked up and you made a mistake and then turn to the people going back at her and be like but you guys you're the ones that are really out of line people have different insecurities people that are african and they're in america they have a different set of insecurities than say people that are african-america and in america right um so i i feel like this insecurities are coming out in different people the end of it all is blackness and this unity shit is not real Mm-mm. and it's very tenuous at best and any little thing is a reason people can give the fuck up on you um so that's what to me that's all that's saying is like if you black check us we coming right back at your ass and it's not gonna be a fair fight or well we got rules there are no rules when these motherfuckers start fighting dog all them rules go out the way for most people uh it's kind of similar to when president obama was running for office cornell west said that president obama wasn't even a real black man because he had an african father what made it worse is that others were co-signing that bullshit our parents come to this country looking for the american dream not understanding that just because we have more melanin in our skin that dream is harder to make into a reality it does create another level of hurt when your ethnicity is weaponized against you sorry for rambling but thanks uh lb20 in blue yeah i feel you and it sounds like you're sensitive to this because maybe you are african or or some like a person in america that is black but not uh african-american possibly correct and i understand because i would be sensitive to that shit too but literally she called people that were biracial 
she called she called their blackness into question she said they were performing blackness by with their with this anger and shit it's very insulting to tell that to people right and then to take then to then turn around and handcuff them with like well when you come back at her don't bring this up no people were hurt people were very hurt by that shit and i you know it's it's the cat it's a what do you call it um it's just a casualty of just taking that broad swing at people so um but i feel you but like i said all that to say i still feel you i it's definitely that would be a very scary fucking thing um to have leveled against you man everybody got their own insecurities yeah, and in an ideal world blackness across the board would unite but that's not realistic you have all people that are all shades of brown and white folks consider black but at the end of the day everybody's concerned about their quote-unquote group first and like i said before for a lot of uh african americans that actually live here in the united states of america born and raised a lot of africans come over here and you know for some of them they're like hey y'all think y'all better and you know for some of them they think they're better and it becomes a problem it becomes a division between a lot of those people in the first place which i don't really get into that but it becomes a lot of division so you start bringing up that division within itself with her saying this comment yeah the next email is from this bernie bro dude that doesn't think he a bernie bro and anybody that has listened to this show for the past couple years um uh, i was thinking about reading it but the show went long i don't feel like reading it anymore no problem um you know why we don't fuck with bernie and you're more than welcome to pay the premium calls and go check out the archives for that shit because i'm not rehashing the same fucking argument um to another white person that thinks essentially black people don't know what we talking about and we owe you an explanation not even we know owe you an explanation i mean we explained it on the show you can go find the explanation i just am sick of fucking talking about this dude uh who is not the future of any party that i want to be a part of um we got this email um hope i'm pronouncing your name right uh wanganji um or wangangi either way uh let me know i've been going back and forth for a while about becoming a premium member because i already can't keep up with the freemium tbgwt plus three fifths plus twelve plus mtr seven was on 40 acres you see the problem fuck it even if i never listen to another down supporting y'all for at least a year i guess i'll find out if y'all do uh yearly in a minute and you did find out uh and we do anyways thanks for all the great free content and obviously the paid content too i almost feel bad for the people on the bus who go who are going to think that i have some sort of problem while i i try to keep a straight face while y'all clowning in my ear p.s ah there is a yearly option pps yeah i'm old enough to use postscript and post postscript i missed the beginnings i missed the beginning so i don't know if i if it's an ongoing joke but the symbol for the british crown looks like a stylized l and the symbol for the euro looks like a stylized e or if you're really nerdy a klingon bat uh it is an ongoing joke and um also i really don't know the difference so and i've been trying to figure it out for for weeks and it doesn't matter what anybody says like an e with some dots and some shit happening. i can't tell Mm-mm. so one is the e with a line i don't know what's happening we're all in this together is what i'm saying guys uh hey rod and karen this is from doug who says hello this is no ho doug the no ho part is from north hollywood my neighborhood is in los angeles i was never cool enough to talk about having hoes or a lack thereof 
if you two get a chance and haven't already come to cali and la it's a pretty nice place to be more importantly i just wanted to note my appreciation for your show it means a lot that you two allow for lgbtq news and acknowledgement on your podcast especially in such a black space it's hard sometimes to have the strength and energy to argue that being black and gay isn't some oddity or terrible thing or that we should have to ask for our humanity thanks again rod and karen for the great show doug b thanks doug thank you baby i've never been out there my hope is to get out there one day but i've no we haven't never been out there all right that was a long one i didn't see it coming but (laughs) we got through it together guys and we're all here we're all happy now okay yes we are thank you for the people in the chat room that listen to all of this i don't know how you did it but you did it yes y'all the real mvps yeah and we'll be back uh tomorrow um still on bernie's punk ass okay if you listening to this and you like but i like bernie fuck that nigga all right we'll talk to y'all tomorrow till then i love you i love you too